Welcome to the debut show of the Over the Line Sports Podcast. I'm your host today, Gary, and also with me are... You have Bear. And? And Brandon. Brandon, welcome to the show. Bear, thank you for coming. As always. We are going to be talking about various different sports, including the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, NASCAR, motocross, and wrestling. And by wrestling, we mean WWE, not Greco-Roman. So if any of you have a problem with WWE being a sport... You can just jump off this podcast right now. Yeah, I'd probably turn it off because there's going to be a lot of WWE coming at you guys. Oh, yeah, exactly. So today we're just going to hit on a few things, including uh, the British Open that is going to be starting tomorrow. And Bear is here to talk about that. We're going to talk about our NASCAR picks for the week. We're also going to talk about what Travis Pastrana did in Las Vegas, replicating Evil Knievel or trying to not replicate him, should we say. He didn't crash, so that was good. And we're also going to talk about some of the baseball trades that have happened, as well as extreme rules that just happened over the weekend. So lead us off. Bear, can you tell us a little bit about the uh, course that's going to be happening this weekend at the British Open? Uh, yes, old Carnoustie, or as everyone else calls it, Carnasty. Um, I really think that this week won't be as bad as it has in past weeks, to be dead honest with you guys. It's been dry. It's warm. I mean, it's supposed to be 68, 69, 73 on Sunday, and sunny. You don't get that in a British Open. Now, I've seen ever. I I've seen that they haven't had much rain. Now, would you say that it's going to be like when the ball bounces, it's going to be like hitting a brick? It is. Um, at the Scottish Open last week, pretty much the same. Uh, you know, it's 100 miles away pretty much from where Carnoustie is, and Ricky Fowler on 18 hit a 465-yard drive. I mean, the ball is just going to roll, roll, roll. Uh, Tiger already brought out a driving iron for the week. I would imagine a lot of guys will probably have that. The course is tight, so if you can have a good big driving iron, two iron, three iron, uh, they're still going to hit it 300, 310. So, Brandon, that four, what'd you say it was 400 and how many yards? 465 yard drive by Ricky Fowler. So, in 18 holes, Brandon, do you think you can accomplish 465 yards of total drive? No, I think it would take me like five shots to reach 465 yards. I'd be hitting for the cart path each time so you get that extra bounce. That's what I would be doing. Now, uh, in now, can you inform us a little bit, Bear? Do they usually play at this course every year, or is it every couple years? How do they choose it? They have not played Carnoustie. Last time was 2007 was the last time they played, so it's been 11 years. Um, and the British Open is famous for going around to five, six, seven courses. I would say 11 years is normally a little bit longer. Normally it's anywhere from eight to nine. Um, but Patty Harrington actually won it in 2007 at seven under. And honestly, when they play this course, big names have won it in the past, a long time ago. Ben Hogan, Gary Player, Tom Watson. This is also the, the infamous uh, Vandeville into the water on 17, I think it was, and just blew up to lose um, to Paul Lowry in 99, I think. All right. And with Patty Harrington, did he win that in a playoff? I don't think so. He didn't win that in a playoff? Won it out, right. I think that was the year Sergio had a putt um, to tie and absolutely choked it like Sergio has done the last X amount of years, besides his uh, Masters win two years ago. Right. And see, I for some reason, I don't know if I'm recollecting this right, but I thought he had won in a playoff with him, but it could be something different. We'll have the stat guy check that. Stat guy, can you check on that? So this weekend, do you have uh, – I know 
Brandon doesn't really get into DraftKings. I know you and I do. Um, I actually have a couple lineups for this uh, this thing here. I don't know if you wanted to share your lineups today. I probably won't share my lineups, but I can definitely give you some picks. Uh, top 10, I mean, guys you're going to want to watch for, and probably a couple guys you're going to want to fade. Um, this week, you know, totally chalky is going to be Tommy Fleetwood. He Everyone wants him. He's from England. He has the course record here, actually. I think he shot a 62 is the course record that he owns. Obviously not in an open championship. So this is going to be a different beast for him, but he's going to be a very chalky pick. I'm actually going to stay away from Tommy Fleetwood this week, to be honest with you. All right. I see as you just showed me your lineup. You yeah, I am uh, I am going with Tommy Fleetwood in one of my lineups. So, Brandon, uh, would you go with Tommy Fleetwood this week? I think I would. I think he, he does have the home you know, home field advantage from being from England. Uh, I'm going old school. I'm just going to stick with Tiger. I think he's going to make history this this week. I, I think, think Tiger's going to break out for the first time since I 08. Think, when it's I, yeah, I do. I really, I really think so. Interesting. I think uh, I, it's I a can long see, shot, but I think it's going to happen. I can see Tiger in the top 20, kind of how he has been most of this year. He's been pretty consistent, but I, I don't see him winning. Not right. with the new putter he's only been using for the last two rounds, but it's possible. He says he's getting better with it, and he says he puts a lot better on faster greens with this mallet putter that he has yeah. now, not that old Scotty Cameron that he's used forever. And and this week, I am actually, Sergio is in my lineup. I have some faith that he's not going to choke. Uh, I'm hoping so. I know, Barry, you're not going to share much of it, but I'll, I'll keep sharing mine so you can kind of grade the picks here. Um, I've I, got, I love your Sergio pick because I know now that I'm definitely going to beat you this week. <laughs> Sergio will not make the cut this week. He uh, is, have faith, my friend. Come on. I'm Just sorry. give him some. And, and if at least five of six make it, I know I might be all right. Because as we know when we've played this and we've played the, the major tournaments, that usually five or six making the cut will, will win DraftKings. Um, I also have Norrin. How do you feel about Norrin? I like Alex Norrin this week. He... Uh, He's a little bit underpriced, I think, actually. He plays well. He's a big European tour guy. I know he definitely plays well overseas. I think he finished top 20 in the Scottish Open, I want to say. Um, so, you know, it's one of those guys who isn't going to win, but he's going to make the cut. He'll be top 25, I think, fairly easy. Um, I think another guy who people are not going to really look at and might be crazy by saying this, but Mark Leishman, for some reason, he's always, always overlooked. In in my other lineup, I do have Leishman, and I'll get to that other lineup in a bit, and I, I agree with you that he is overlooked. He always is, and he's always, he's cheap on DraftKings. Um, I mean, the dude's a monster. He's consistent. He can putt. He just hasn't been able to put together four good rounds in a major, but he always puts together three good rounds in a major. And you never know he's what's, what's going to happen this week. Um, I also have uh, Stenson. How do you feel about Stenson? He just pulled out of a tournament. I am not feeling Stenson. I think the injury bug, I'm staying away from him. I'm staying away from DeChambeau, who just pulled out of the John Deere. Oh, gosh. I, I really think that it wasn't anything. I think he just started off bad, and he made an excuse because he realized there's no point to sit here and play four days when I can get overseas faster, adjust. Right. But and, I'm still staying away. And I also have uh, Bubba Watson and Zach Johnson in this set of lineups. So. Kind of rolling the dice on some of these guys. As you can see, I went with kind of some of the straight hitters and the long ball hitters just because of no rain. And kind of what we're seeing here in Ohio, we haven't had rain in, I feel like, two weeks. Yeah. And uh, so I'm hoping that it's going to work out for me, but I could be absolutely wrong. I got. I have a question for Brandon because he talked about old school with Tiger Woods. Um, what do you think Phil's going to do this week? That's a good question. Phil, I hope he makes the cut. Um Honestly, I I don't know. I hope he makes cut. I hope he's in contention. Lefty, been a fan of Lefty for a while. Um, I would love to see him make the cut. 
play up in there, getting top, getting top ten, uh, playing on Sunday. But even after uh, the even after the meltdown on his birthday on that Saturday of the U.S. Open, yeah, that was pretty bad. I actually, going to put that behind him and be able to play this week. I mean, he did just miss the cut at the Scottish Open, which he never does. He did. Uh, I I actually watched that debacle happen live, and I think a lot of people um, kind of freaked out more than what they should have. I think. He was just frustrated. He just wanted to get it done, and you know they said he should have withdrawn and everything. But that was that was the U.S. Open. But um, I'd love to see him playing on. I'd love to see him uh, playing on Sunday in contention. But I think it's going to be rough. Now, uh, just to kind of jump off topic real quick, uh, I'm sure you guys have both heard about the whole Phil Mickelson, Tiger Woods, ten million dollar bet. Yeah. Yes. And what do we think about that? I think that would be absolutely awesome. It would get huge viewers on night. I just really would hope that they would donate that money to charity, which I think they will. I mean, they both have absolutely way too much money for their own good. I well, think if they play for that and the guy, whoever wins, I think will end up going, yeah, I'll donate this $20 million somewhere. I think Tiger's missing some of his money. I think his uh, ex-wife has that, but uh, that's okay. We still know he's worth a lot of money. Um, just to go a little bit on some of the other picks, I had uh, – Rom, I don't know how you feel about that. I think he'll be okay. He absolutely had a piss poor, piss poor U.S. Open. I mean, everyone had high hopes. I think he finished top five in the Masters, and everyone had high hopes. Yeah, coming into the U.S. Open, and he put together just two poor rounds. Um, but he could easily bounce back. I mean, I I could see it. He's got he's got the full game. It just depends how confident he is after that U.S. Open meltdown. So at the end of this, uh, let, let's Sunday. I think we're talking about recording again Sunday night uh, before I head on vacation, Las Vegas. So if you need to place a bet, just let me know. Uh, who, if you could pick one golfer, you think is going to win this weekend? I'm going to start with Brandon and see who he says. You going to stick with Tiger? I think you're going to see the. I think you're going to see. No, he's going to go with Jack Nicholas. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, that would be awesome. I think, I think you're going to see the usual up there. You're going to see the usual names. I mean, you're going to see Dustin Johnson. You're going to see Jordan Spieth. You know. Um, you're going to see uh, Justin Rose, Brooks Kopika. I think I said that correct, right? Kepka. Kepka. <laughs> Sorry. Way, way off. Kopika. Sorry. Kopika. Apo- apologize to Brooks right yeah. now. Sorry, Brooks, if you're listening to this. Um, you know, when I, you, hold on. When you kind of say Brooks, all I can think about is I'm sure you both have seen Shawshank Redemption. Brooks was here, written on the wood. <laughs> yes, so we yeah. might have to on this uh, right above our head here. Yeah. Right, Brooks was here. Brooks yeah. Kopika was here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, with me mispronouncing names, that's probably going to happen often. All right. Um, I think, and I will correct you every time. Just want you to know that. So is this guy's name right? Uh, uh, Olison, Olson, Olson. Is it Olson? I know. I'm I'm looking at it. It's like Olason. I think his Olsen. name is Thornborg. Thornborg. That's what it looks like. And Grillo. I mean, we know who Grillo yeah, is. Yeah, Emmanuel Grillo. The uh, Brandon, how do you think Tiger's going to fare? I, I know you kind of said all these guys are going to be up there, but you haven't really told us who you think is going to win. I mean, if I, if I have to pick one right now, I think I'm going to go with Dustin Johnson. Okay. It's a good pick. Bear? It's a good pick. I mean, he's the favorite. He's going to be the favorite in every tournament that he plays. He's just, I mean, he has the all-around game, monster drives, good iron play. Putty is, putting is shaky at times, but... When he puts it all together, sometimes he just doesn't need to putt when you're a foot away. My pick is going to be a first-time winner. Um, I'm really feeling it this week. I think this is finally, finally, finally Ricky Fowler's breakthrough week. I think that he is going to outduel who, once again, everyone else is going to be overlooking, Jordan Spieth. I think Fowler will be one. Spieth will be two. Fowler is going to beat him on the 18th on Sunday. He just got engaged. He almost, almost pulled it out of the Scottish for someone who didn't shoot a 60 on Sunday. 
Right. I think Ricky's going to be in good shape this week. I, right. actually, I actually like that pick. I think, I think Ricky's going to have a good uh, good four days. I think you're good with Ricky. I think uh, Dustin Johnson's a good pick. I mean, if you're going to pick against DJ, I mean, I don't, I don't know why you would. Um, I was kind of thinking similar to you, but I was actually going with Spieth. And ironically, I didn't take him in any of my lineups because I just feel like I jinxed the golfers when I start taking them in my lineups. But, you know, I think Spieth is going to pull it out. I do think Fleetwood's going to be up there. I know that you're kind of shaky with that. Uh, Garcia, I have some faith in him, but I would not be surprised if he falls apart or misses the cut. Because all I can think about, if I'm remembering this right, and Barry, you might, is when he lost to Patty, is that he, did he shoot like an 89 or something crazy in the high 80s? And he ended up crying and going to hug maybe a mother or something like that. I, I don't know. I just feel like either I dreamt this or this actually happened or somebody told me in passing. I honestly do not remember. Sergio but. has his fair share of chokes. I yes. don't think that was that day. He wouldn't have shot that high because he was still in it. But he's he's been in the 80s before on when he's been so, in contention. So since we're speaking of choke jobs in golf, uh, what would you consider to be the biggest choke of all time? I mean, I think it brought it up earlier. Is Van de Velvet at Carnoustie. I yeah. mean, he had a two, three-stroke lead, and all you have to do is keep it dry. He didn't. He tried to play out of the hazard and screwed it up even more. And that, like I said, opened the door for Paul Lowry to end up winning that tournament. And, you know, that is one of the biggest choke jobs. Anyone, you're going to see it 10, 15 times this weekend, and he's probably going to be hands and face at home not watching this tournament. But, I mean, when you put out a shilling like that at any major, yeah, it's a choke, but we've all been on the golf course. It's very easy to make a six or seven, like no other professional or not. We've seen it, especially on the links courses. Yep, yep, yep. Brandon, what about you? What you feeling? Are we talking any tournament? Yeah, any shark? tournament, whatever I you think. think. It's, I think it's Greg Norman back in, I think, I was what gonna, was it? I was going to wonder if anybody was going to say the shark. Man, 96 I, with uh, Faldo. I think he had a six-shot lead going into Sunday or going in, I think it was going into, like, with 12 holes left, and he blew Choked it. the Masters away. That's, yeah, uh, the Masters, that's I, what it was. I think it's similar. You know, I thought of that one and what Bear had mentioned, but I also thought of Rory, of course i think that's fresh in our minds of what rory did isn't that didn't he have the chance to get the grand slam right there and he didn't he he shot an 81 on saturday um or no sunday sorry on sunday shot an 81 on sunday and i think shot 40 on the front nine just completely lost himself from there and never recovered yeah and i mean we still know that he is one of the greatest golfers uh currently playing uh if you had to go with greatest golfer currently playing who would you say Right now? Right now. Dustin Johnson. Dustin Johnson. You? It would be hard to go against Dustin Johnson. And, yeah. and I'm going to agree. So we this may be the first and only time that all three of us are going to agree on something. And uh, so we'll see what happens in the British Open this weekend. We're going to switch gears here since we're talking about how we all agree. And usually we don't. So we're going to talk about some of our sports teams that we all like or dislike. And so I'm going to start it off with the NFL, since that is quickly approaching. Uh, Brandon, I will start with you. Who is your favorite NFL team and why? And not three yeah, of them. And, I, and, and I not know, three. Just give I us one. Everybody is going to give me problems with this, but let me just tell a quick story. And I am going to say the Lions and the Browns. And that oh, is, just and what I, I just said. And I will give my reasoning. Um, when the Browns I started, because they won championships in the 60s. No, I, oh, when okay. I started watching football, um, I was a Browns fan, and that was, uh, you know, mid early to mid-90s, right before they left. And when they left, uh, I, it's not like I was not going to watch football for, you know, four years, three years, or however they were left. So, hold on. Be- so. Before you keep going, why did you not become a Ravens fan? 
Why? Since it's they moved Baltimore. Because F Art Model, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> F Art Model. Exactly. That's all, right. all right, I feel you. So, but hey, they they do have uh, championships. They do. They do. Um, With the elite Joe Flacco. <laughs> Exactly. The elite Joe right. Flacco, Shane Falco, actually. It's Shane Falco, and, um, and don't forget the uh, Ray Lewis, and we know how some people feel about him. Yeah, yeah exactly. So <laughs> love didn't fit. No, wait. Wrong, wrong murder wrong, trial. Wrong murder trial. All right, so go to go back to to my teams. Um, so after the Browns left, my my mom's family side is from Michigan, so I became a Lions fan, became a Barry Sanders fan. And for those three years, three, four years, however they were gone, I was rooting for the Lions. So, of course, when the Browns came back, I wasn't going to be like, well, I'm just not going to, you know, stop rooting for the Lions. So I root for them both, and I love them both, and I watch and cry and laugh and All right, so when they cry more on Sundays <laughs> when they both lose. So. so when they play each other, who do you pull for? I don't really pull for anybody. I just watch the game. All right, so if they were in a Super Bowl and you had to bet on one of them, who would you bet on? And I guess to your head. It would have to depend on... I don't care about any of that, on who you like. It's just based on who you like. Oh, I don't know. Okay, well... I don't know. All right. Uh, When that day comes, I will give you a pick. Well, we will will switch gears here to uh, Bear and I, because I know we appreciate the same team, which uh, we're not too happy to discuss, but we will discuss today. Bear, you can uh, tell everybody for us. That would be America's probably former team now, the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, but uh, I just want to say they are still the most valuable franchise, and I just read that today with Forbes. $4.3 billion. Yeah. And will be until Jerry ends up uh, hitting, kicking the bucket there. Yeah, Dallas Cowboys, um, simple enough. It's who my dad liked. It's what he had all around when I was growing up, so it's easy enough. I mean, shit, when I was... When I was born, it was a year, two years, four years, Super Bowls. I mean, that's that's what I grew up with. That was the team. That was the team to bandwagon to back in the day. But. Well, who? Uh, um, I'm just thinking 92, 93. You know, they won the Super Bowls 95 with the Niners winning in 94. Uh, you were probably in diapers at that point, right? Absolutely. I was <laughs> one, two, and four years old. I, being born in 91, now I've seen each Super Bowl tape probably about 100 times no, for each I'm, game. I'm, I'm actually with you on that, and and it was the same thing, kind of similar stories here with Dad. Uh, followed Dad liking the Cowboys, had Cowboy stuff everywhere in the house. Had I'll, I'll never forget the paper. It was back-to-back champs after '93, and they got the two guys leaning with each other, yep. and uh, you know blew out Buffalo. What was it, 52 to 17? We yep. beat them, and it should have been 59, but Leon Lett, you know, just decided. Old Don Bibby. Yeah, he just decided I'm going to do what I'm going to do, and that's how it is. But. Yeah, this year, uh, how you feeling this year about Dallas? Oh, man, it's too early to tell. Randy Gregory just came back, just got reinstated, I think, yesterday or today, whatever I saw. Um, to be honest with you, uh, after looking at the schedule, it's so hard to pick in July, middle of July. If I had to pick right now, I'd say 9-7, and seven, maybe a wild card spot, maybe. Maybe. I, I really think that um, with Zeke back, um, you know, he didn't go through the, the – another season even though he's young it's okay he can do that now but he's going to be so fresh yep. he's going to be ready to go you know he's going to be in shape Dak throwing the ball without Witten without Dez I'm a little bit nervous about that um when Alan Hearns is your number one wide receiver that is scary yes but when you got Zeke when you got Mr. 405 pound squat Bo Scarborough um I think that one-two punch should be pretty solid there ain't going to be many people who are going to stop him uh Zeke or Bo on the goal line. 
Hit me with that pronouns, pal. You guys got that line, too, that I think is pretty solid, too. And I'm not a Cowboys fan at all, but to take off my fan hat, I think Dallas does have one of the best lines in uh, the NFL. So And they, and they you know, we lose guys every year on the line, and we still always have a good line. And I think that's what helped Zeke's, Zeke run. And as you know, when we lost Zeke, uh, it, it created a huge hole, and we couldn't run the ball. I mean, we barely could. Darren McFadden held his own. I give him all the credit in the world. But uh, I think they kind of started to pull away from him, and it was depressing. And, of course, he's injury-prone all the time. So that's what kind of hurt us. And But, you know, it is what it is. So I'm going to touch back on the Browns real quick. I do want to ask you a question. So they opened up, and it was two wins. And now I believe in Vegas it's like four or four and a half. So if you were a betting man, Brandon, I'd like to ask you betting because I know you don't. Uh, would you say they win four or they win five? Are they going over or under four and a half? I think once we get closer to the season, I think it's going to drop to three and a half. But I think with your question, I think it's probably going to be. I can see them going four and twelve. You know, a lot of those, a lot of those people out there thinking that with all the changes that they've made, that oh my goodness, they're going to win six, seven games. I don't see that at I, all. I completely agree. So I can see four. I can see four and twelve. I can see two and fourteen. I mean, I don't think Hugh Jackson's going to last after this year. And um, but I think it's. I think it's going to be. It's going to be enough rough, another rough season in Cleveland, I think three, maybe four wins. I think that if they will, I mean, their defense is going to be solid. It always is. Defense is what keeps them around, keeps them in everything. You know, and, and they're going to be even better this year. It's just a matter of, you know, is Baker going to start? It's got to be Tyrod. No, I, think, I agree. I think, it's Tyrod. I think Tyrod alone gives them two wins. I totally agree. I think so, no matter what, they get two wins off of that. Now, depending on their defense, they're going to win some games. They will. It's might maybe maybe not that many this year. It's going to happen. They're kind of reminding me of what the Jaguars were doing. Not quite, but when the Jaguars were taking all these guys, they didn't have names either. Now you can name almost their whole defense. Right. The Browns are kind of there. They got their big pass rusher. They got another pass rusher. You know, they got their they got rid of Hayden, which was they should have never had him for the last three years. Anyways, he's so injury prone. Yeah. They're rebuilding everything on that defense, and they are going to be there if Baker Mayfield can keep himself under control. I, I agree. And, you know, I think Tyrod was a big pickup for them, and they didn't give up much for those those trades they made this offseason. And no. I think that Josh Gordon, if he can stay away from smoking weed, the, reef. the guy is a monster. He I is. saw some, pic- there were some pictures of him. That guy is just shredded. He is unbelievable, and you still got Coleman out there. You've got Jarvis Landry they traded for, yep. who was the Dolphins' top guy. Uh, I think he's still going to play the slot. The, if they're smart, they're the going to put best him in. possession receiver in the NFL. Oh, Jarvis absolutely. Landry. And I think that they keep him in the slot. If they're smart, they'll put him there. And uh, Carlos Hyde, I think, can help you a little bit. They still got Duke Johnson. I mean, we'll see what they do. Uh, hopefully, I like to. I'm not a Cleveland fan by any means, but I would like to see them do well. You know, better than Pittsburgh. And um, and see, we are we haven't mentioned this yet. We are recording live from my ex wife's garage, so <laughs> she is a Steelers fan, and I absolutely hate the Steelers. I took her to a Steelers game in November, and granted, it was fun, and I got to see uh, Juju Smith Schuster, and that was cool because he was on my fantasy team. But aside from that, I could care less about the Steelers or Ben Roethlisberger or anybody on that team. Um, Fantasy-wise, though, I think we all agree Antonio Brown is a nice guy to have. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. As, I think he's number one wide receiver in the NFL right now. As well as Le'Veon Bell. 
I think a good guy to have. I don't know if uh, with this year, you know, how he's been with, I don't want to play, I don't want to do this. You really don't know he's shaky. I think he'll stu- still do what you need him to do, but I don't think he's going to be as successful as people have seen in the past. I disagree with you. I think that he is coming into this year knowing that the Steelers aren't paying him. So he is out to audition for 31 other teams to get a max contract and get the absolute, m- the most money he can possibly get. No. He's gonna. He's probably going to have a monster year if he stays healthy. And I honestly think that somebody, probably someone like the Patriots, because that's just how life works. The Patriots get everybody. Right, I agree. Will probably spend the money to get him, and some team's going to be lucky. And the Steelers are two years away from collapsing. They are done. Landry Jones isn't the answer. Oh, come Plus, on now. Stop it. Landry Jones? Oh, yeah, he's so good. No. Once they got... I'm pretty sure once Roethlisberger went down, Antonio Brown had about three catches a game with Landry Jones, and he could get five catches a game if I was playing quarterback. Well, so, uh, well, I don't. Well, maybe we'll see. I mean, I threw four touchdowns in my poke high touchdown or championship <sighs> game. So. Thank, thank you, Al. I appreciate that. I'll be sure to. Uh, I didn't run him. I threw him. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. You threw him. So did you throw him to Al? Well, or did Al run those? I, like, I pitched him. Was, you that, pitched him. Oh, you, so you were there as quarterback for Al Bundy and, and pitched him, him to him. I caught him as touchdown passes. Polkai. You know who else went to Polkai? If you've uh, seen a lot of those episodes, Terry Bradshaw went there for two months. They tried to put the sign and name it in Terry Bradshaw's name, and Al freaked out. And Terry wanted to give it to him. Of course, they. He, Al had this genius plan to blow up the sign, noticed that he was going to be the guy, and uh, the sign blew up anyway. So sorry for Al. We might talk about him a little bit. 33, one of our favorite players here on the show. Oh, yeah. We appreciate Al. So we'll switch over to uh, the NBA since we just ended, and we'll, we'll talk a little bit about some of the things that have gone on today, um, some of the trades, some of our teams. So first off, we'll start with our teams. I'm going to switch it a little bit here. Uh, Bear, who is your team in the NBA? My team is the Cleveland Cavaliers, and I've gotten crap for the last, I don't know how many years, with LeBron going back and forth, and, oh, you're a jersey burner, blah, 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 you're a bandwagon. But did you actually burn a jersey? No, I never burned a jersey. We know a guy that burned his jersey, and then he had that. We won't mention his name on this podcast until he comes on. Uh, uh, Matthew, (laughs) um, I will mention his name. He burnt his jersey. Did he ever buy a new one? Absolutely, he bought a new one. Please say he burned it again. He did not burn it again. We all know that the second time of LeBron leaving was Was much different. That was totally different. He came through with the promise that he had for Cleveland. Win a title. I don't care where he went. He could have went to Golden State, and I wouldn't have been mad. Right. He did what he needed to do. There's a lot of people in Cleveland who never thought they'd see a title out right. of anybody. Uh, the Browns are far. The Indians. Well, have the been Indians there. were there, but you know, they choked. choked. But that, you know what? And all we'll, those, it was all those three-two jokes that you know all the Cavs fans made of the Warriors. It happened that that winter, and then well, it wasn't the Indians. It, it was three-one. It was three-one. Three, one. Sorry, yeah, three, one, yeah, three-one. Three, 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 right. three, and you know what? It was I, at that World Series. I won't talk about baseball too much yet, but that World Series, Cubs Indians. I didn't care who won. I thought it was fascinating. And it was awesome for whoever was going to win. And I was glad. I'll talk a little bit about what I think is amazing with the Cubs and what happened with Araldis Chapman. And hopefully I remember to hit on that later. And I'll talk about it when we get into baseball. But uh, one of those things is I I like that you are a Cleveland fan. You support Cleveland. We've had some good times in Cleveland. We've gone to UFC in Cleveland. And uh, it, it is a great city. And I tell you what, it is a spectacle. I've seen LeBron play. It is unbelievable. That, I, that I watched LeBron play with that same Matthew guy that we unfortunately mentioned earlier um, this year. And, yeah, it's just 
watching him play is absolutely amazing, and it's something you got to do whether you like the guy or you hate the guy. And I don't really care what people say. As much as everyone wants to hate on this dude and the Jordan-LeBron debate, which I think is the stupidest thing in the entire world, right. they play two different positions. I mean, that's like comparing they're, quarterbacks to running backs. It makes and, no sense. And they're two different. And when you look at it in today's terms of basketball, I mean, LeBron has been to eight straight finals, correct? Eight straight, yes. yes. And, yes, he's lost uh, six of those, or five of those. He lost one back in uh, the late 2000s. Yes, he's three and six overall. But um, he, I tell you what, that, I don't care who you are, what team you are. I know a lot of people try to denounce or say that they wouldn't want LeBron on their team. I don't care who you are. You want LeBron on your team. Yeah, and and you're and that's why I got you know you get through all this and you see all the the faker fans which I call them because they are no one's a real Laker fan around this area in Ohio where we are in the Midwest. No. You see the people. I know. I know. Oh, one. I, I take I take back all that stuff that we say about LeBron. Now I'm like, you guys talked about Kobe being better than LeBron. Like, come on. No, I I, I know one legit Laker fan, and and I'll lead into this uh, because I'm a, a Boston Celtics fan. Yes, Boston Celtics, Nerd. and he is a Lakers fan. And we talk about this all the time. In his wedding, I was in his wedding. It was Laker colors, but I wore my Boston Celtics shirt under the tux <laughs> so that I could pull that out later. And he he is the only Laker fan I know, and he is actually not excited about LeBron coming. He is not happy about it, but he's going to support it. You know, he'll get into it, and we'll see how the season goes with them. But so so hold on, wait. So you're telling me he wanted to watch them struggle with Lonzo Ball leading the team for the next. Six, seven years? Well, I personally, I honestly don't think Lonzo Ball is going to lead that team. I don't think he I, – I think he's got some some attributes that are good. I don't think he's leader material yet. Granted, he's still – what is he, 20, 21? Yeah, he's young. He's young. So he may develop into that, and LeBron's probably going to help him tremendously become that leader so he doesn't listen to his dad because exactly. I think his dad is – We will not mention that name on this podcast. I'll tell you that right now. Uh, yeah. Is he the guy from Reading Rainbow? <laughs> no comment. Is that uh, – Mr. Uh, yeah, I don't know his name. No comment. The, uh, yeah, we won't mention his name on this podcast. And if we ever do, we uh, might have to remove the person from the podcast. I would agree. Yes. So, Brandon, <laughs> eyes are on you. The So, with the Celtics, yes, I am a Celtics fan. This year I was uh, very happy to see where they went. I did not think they were going to make it past Milwaukee. I did not think they'd make it past the 76ers. And then Cleveland, I definitely did not think. I was happy to see them take them to seven without their two main stars. Uh, I'm excited to see what happens with Gordon Hayward and with Kyrie Irving, but you know we just don't know. I, I'm more or less of watching Jason Tatum. I like Tatum when we drafted him. I think it was brilliant, and I was happy that we had the third pick to draft him. I think Tatum is. We saw it in the playoffs that he they were going back and forth on who's better, Tatum or Brown. Well, I would say Tatum. Absolutely, but. You saw it in the playoffs. That guy stepped up. He was a leader. You saw his emotion when he went up against LeBron, when he blocked LeBron. We saw what he got to do, and it was just absolutely phenomenal. I'm Matt. still mad that he wasn't thrown into that trade that uh, you guys robbed us on for Isaiah Thomas, which was absolute garbage. And, and don't you love Ugh. Don't you love that he uh, just signed the veterans minimum, Isaiah Thomas did, with the Denver Nuggets? Yes, and he I did. saw the greatest thing. I know he wanted to bring in a Brinks truck, and I saw him bring in, or somebody posted on Twitter, Facebook, whatever, a little Tonka truck full of pennies and change, <laughs> and that made me laugh. It, so it makes much. us laugh, but um, his veterans minimum is more than we will probably see in our lives. So yeah, I think it was a solid two point one million dollars. Yeah, so. uh, you, you know, say salad, 
Salad. salad. Oh, okay. I thought you said salad. salad. Brandon, yeah. Brandon doesn't eat salad. No, I do eat salad. It's actually pretty delicious. I kind of yeah. kind of wanted one, so I was just, yeah, just curious. Uh, yeah, I know. Uh, all of us, I think, missed dinner today. I know I did. I know Bear did. I don't know about you, Brandon. No, but I, did, I did not. I had I had dinner before I came. That does so. not surprise me that you didn't miss dinner. When was the last <laughs> exactly. time you missed a dinner? It was, it's been a long time. <laughs> I figured so. I missed dinner uh, a couple times a week and uh, because you know I have stuff to do and work and things like that. Brandon pretends to work. Uh, where his job, we will not mention where he works, but he claims to be a supervisor, and it's something along the lines of he watches boxes all day. I'm pretty sure yeah, he we, brought in the same newspaper that he was reading today while sitting down doing nothing. Yeah, I, I actually did. This is, this is actually my grandma's newspaper, so shout out to my grandma. Thank you for the newspaper today. Well, I, I would uh, give a shout out to my grandma, but um, uh, I have too many of them. So there <laughs> There are. Yeah, that's that's a story for another day. So yeah, that's I, not a podcast I, story. I, tell you that. I, I have like six of them. We just bored everybody to sleep who's not listening to this right now. We well, did. I know the uh, you know it's like the the old wrestling reference, the Canaanite, and the <laughs> dozens and dozens, and uh, we maybe have uh, four listeners, us three and one other. So uh, I honestly don't plan on listening to this show. But uh, a guy in the van down by the river. Well, there was a guy. Ironically, there was a guy when I was going up Route 24 today at the Anthony Wayne Trail in Waterville. There was a guy with a van, at least there for five hours, selling blueberries out of his van for four dollars a pint. Did you buy any? No. Well, then that was a pointless story. Well, I don't. I wanted to know if they're good or not. I wanted to know what else was in the van, but I was a uh, free candy, buddy. Oh, you might have taken me with him. But I've seen that <laughs> uh, right. one other time. That Matthew character we mentioned. Yeah, he has a van, <laughs> and he likes to do some things with that van. So thank you. And uh, so back to basketball. Yes, I am a Celtics fan. This is, again, a dad story. Dad is a big Celtics fan. He was big on the Boston Celtics, of course, back in the days when Larry Bird played. Of course, everybody loved Larry Bird. Uh, unfortunately, a ending to the career with a bad back. But, um, you know, we'll shift gears a little bit here. Brandon, what do you got for us, favorite team? I'm going to – let me guess here because I honestly don't remember. I feel like it's going to be the Pistons. Oh, yes, and actually, I do know this because I remember this stupid Detroit exactly. basketball. And I was about to say it, but you, to- but you but you took it from me. I need to get the guy who actually does it and get him on here, and you know, just you know, or play the sound clip of him doing that because it's pretty awesome. No, um, I, I I don't want to have to pay this man, so no. Yeah, sorry if Andy Andy, you know, a buddy of ours, he's a Pistons fan, so he knows what I'm talking about. Um, you just shouted out Andy. I did. I'm you, quitting. You I'm gave, quitting the podcast. And uh, you're not you, gave, you gave you gave Andy a shout out. Yeah, you know what? I appreciate pop. Andy. And Andy, honestly, we'll just mention him real fast. Andy, he is a uh, good basketball player. We like playing with him. He shows us. Uh, he, if you had to compare him, Bear, because I could see a look on your face here, to one player, who would you compare him to? Uh, Mike Bibby before he's jacked. Yes, oh. uh, I, skinny I, Mike Bibby. See, skinny I, was going, I was going Steve Nash, but. I could see that with the hair. Now yeah. his hair used to be long, not anymore. Kind of like Steve I, Nash. I was honestly going to go with Bibby, pre-Jacked Bibby. And uh, Andy is a good He's player. He's Bibby with a little bit of hot sauce in him. A little yeah. bit of and one hot sauce, just a tiny bit. Little, not a lot. Little, not a lot. He but, can school me, but that's not saying much. Yeah, I think he can school all of us. But again, yeah, you're right. This is not saying much. We are all terrible. Yeah. Do you think he could school his brother, his Six foot seven or eight brother? Yes, he can school any one of our friends that we have all day. I mean, I've stuffed Lance once, so that's not <laughs> and, and Lance just got a shout out too. Yes, uh, he is a large man, and he—if you had to compare him to one person, who would you say Lance plays basketball like? 
Uh, Sean Bradley. Oh, I, I was going to go with Nate Robinson. Uh, I'm going with a tall guy who got dunked on a lot. So I'm going with a small guy who is not going to do anything. No, yeah, but, Sean Bradley. But, but Nate Robinson could dunk. So would you say Sean Bradley in Space Jam, Sean Bradley, or Sean Bradley, yeah. Sean Bradley? Remember remember when they took the, the talent out of the players? Yeah. That Sean Bradley. <laughs> Big oaf Sean Bradley. Anyways. All right, we are getting way, yeah. way <laughs> off topic. So We're getting way off. I so, think it's on topic. We're still the, talking the, about basketball. The pi- <laughs> you are correct. The Pistons. What do, what do you got, Brandon? Any more about the Pistons? Uh, I'm a Pistons fan. Um, last time they won the championship, 2004, awesome year. They uh, lost the following year to the, uh, the Spurs. But ever since then, they have been in the uh, really the bottom half of their own division. So uh, I think the... I think with things that happened last year, I think with uh, Steve and uh, Stan Van Gundy, sorry, um, gone. I think that's good. Brandon Dwayne Casey, even though he did get fired from Toronto, I which think which was crap, by the way. It was. It was. I think it was a good hire. I think um, I, I I don't like coaches who are also president and general manager of their teams. I just think that's not a good. Yeah, fix. I, I, I think I we agree and, as Cowboys yeah. fans. I know <laughs> and. Um, but I think the additions that they made, I think uh, getting um, Blake Griffin was was nice to go along with Andre um, and, and Andre Drummond. Sorry, um, I think that was a good fit. I, I did not like them not having a good uh, draft. But you don't think Zaza Pachulia is going to take Andre's spot? No, no, no not okay. at all. I think it was he's yeah he's he'll he'll get like eleven. I, th- I think Jaja Gabor has yeah. a better chance of taking <laughs> yeah. that I think, spot. She's yeah, still alive. I think, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I uh, feel like, like she might be. I'm gonna have to. I'll talk to the stat man. Stats, yeah. can you get that for me? Is Zaza Gabor still alive? I stat think, guy. <laughs> I think. Um, I think they're gonna be a. I think they're gonna contend for at least a seven or an eight this year. Um, I know I've said that past couple of years, but I think with Dwayne Casey coming in, I think it's a good hire. I think they, like I said, they didn't have a good draft. They didn't have a first round pick, but they got two guys in the second. Um, that I think it contribute. I think they're going to be a seven or eight seed in the East. Well, we'll I, see. I, I may agree with that, but real quick, stat, stat guy already got back to me. Jaja Gabor is no longer alive. However, I will still think she has a better shot of getting there rip. and starting. Rip, Jaja, rip, rip. Um, no, I agree with you. I really do think that the Pistons will be improved. Uh, I have a feeling, though, if they start playing crappy basketball by the trade deadline, that Blake or Andre will be gone. One of those two will I, be. I, yeah. I absolutely agree. And I, as a Celtics fan, wanted Andre to come to the Celtics and trade for him or something, but obviously that didn't happen. Let's and just keep building super teams. I well, s- look, yeah, super teams. Golden State, you see what they did. They get cousins. And that's why we go back to LeBron. It's like people have to put together teams just to beat LeBron. Now, granted, they beat him with uh, Clay and Steph, but then it's like, oh, they're going mean, to beat us, and now we're going to get Durant. They beat him with Clay and Steph minus Kyrie. Right. Well, True, but then you get back to it, and you're like, and oh. And then they lost the next year. Right, and then they, and then they Durant. got Durant. And then they needed Durant. Durant. They needed Durant, and they've got Draymond Green, who's a big mouth, but uh, he still went to Michigan State, so supporting. And uh, now they've got Demarcus, so we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Um, I don't think Demarcus though; he's not going to play till about January. Yeah, you're right. He's not going to play for a while, so we'll see how that goes. But we've got some time, um, so we'll hit a little bit about uh, some of the trades that just recently happened. Uh, Barry, you just want to fill us in on the one that happened today? Yeah, um, and being today, I didn't get to see everything on it. I kind of saw it this morning, um, so forgive me if I don't have everything. But 
Kawhi getting traded to Toronto for DeRozan and whomever else may be um, in that deal. Like I said, I, I did not research that today. That was my fault. That damn work keeps me busy. So, Well, Brandon, I, I'm sure Brandon might have some of the information about that. You got some more information for us on yeah, that? Yeah, I apologize for the sound there. I got to forget that. I got to keep – I can't move stuff when we're talking. Uh, but, yeah, it was Kawhi and uh, – you, you shouldn't even talk. Yeah, I know. <laughs> or Brandon. It was uh, Kawhi uh, and Danny Green going to Toronto for DeMar Rosen, Jacob Potel, and a first-round pick. So, and and that fir- first that first round pick though is protected from one to twenty. After that, if it's not if they don't get that, they'll get two second round picks, which they won't because Toronto will still be top five in the East this year. I right, mean, right. I think that they obviously improve on that deal. But do you think Kawhi plays? Because Kawhi is not happy he that he's going happy, to Toronto, which doesn't make sense because he just didn't want to play in San Antonio. He was just what he's complaining about. He wanted to get traded. And then he gets traded to a team who was the number one seed in the East last year. That's saying a little. The yeah. number one seed in the East last year. And that means nothing. Because the number, what, four made it to the final? I'm just, yeah, but they had LeBron yeah, freaking James. LeBron. Yeah, right, of right. Of course. And plus, Toronto couldn't beat LeBron. So we all knew that they weren't getting past him. They knew True. they were getting past him. They got swept again. <laughs> Anyways... That team is better with Kawhi. He's better than DeRozan. That's a fact. But do you think DeRozan is going to be good for the Spurs? DeRozan didn't want to go to the Spurs either, so I don't know. It's a whole bunch of whiny divas. If I'm getting paid 50 freaking million dollars to do that, I'm going to go wherever they trade me to. Right, and why wouldn't somebody want to play for Pop? That's what I'm saying. One of the greatest coaches in the NBA. I think DeRozan was – I'm surprised he isn't happy he's out of there. He was very, very angry and outspoken when Casey got fired. He did not like that. And he didn't like the organization. And then they trade him to the Spurs to play for arguably the greatest NBA coach ever. Right. I agree. And he's mad about it. Right. I don't get it. It, it makes zero sense. And I think that he liked that he kind of led his team and it was a winning team. But uh, now, hopefully, in San Antonio, be under pop and get some other guys there. And, and he can lead that team, too, because Kawhi was the only star that was there. He'll right. be fine. He's got Gasol. I know he's older. Oh, no. Is Gasol there still? Yeah. Yeah, he was there. Is he? I think he just he got, just got a free agent, yeah, right? I think he's yeah, looking so. to go somewhere else. Well, they just uh, didn't Manu go somewhere else too? No, he's he tired. Or no, no, he, he's, he's, still, he's still there. Tony Parker. Yeah, Tony Parker. He went to Charlotte. Yeah. Yes, he went to Charlotte, which is fine. He didn't. They. I mean, he's he played 30, twenty minutes a game. I mean, yeah, I mean, but he matter. was still he's still solid. He brought some championships there with Duncan and those guys. Oh no, guys back and, in the day, don't get me oh, wrong. Tony exactly. Parker was one of the best right. point guards from 04 to you know twenty thirteen. And I want to say I know one legit Spurs fan. One. Justin, and that is it. He is the only Spurs fan I know. I work with Justin. He's a good guy. I'll be with him this weekend. I mean, but when he I is was legit the only Spurs fan I know, and he is laughing, <laughs> laughing about Kawhi going because he he sent me a meme today that was funny that showed Pop saying trade me to L.A. Nope, trade me to Toronto. You do not want to turn on Pop. I agree. And you know what? When I was younger, I rooted for the Spurs because Tim Duncan was one of my favorite players of all time. Loved watching him play. So being able to watch Pop and all that as they were, I've never, ever rooted against the Spurs, ever. I just want to say if there wasn't a lottery that the Celtics would have had Tim Duncan, (laughs) and they should have. They had the highest chances of winning that lottery, and no. So my misery for a few years until, you know, they got all the guys back together. Well, not back together. They got Pierce and Garnett and Ray Allen Allen and... The start of that first really big three or putting super teams together really did it. They did it the first year, you know, stomped on the Lakers in that last game, which was great. As a Celtics fan, 
love when they can stomp on the Lakers. Which one was that? The one where it was a low scoring game? Or no, like they the had year? like 140. No, they they stomped them when they won what the was, title. Wait, what was was that? So it was the Lakers when they won like 78 to 69 or something like that in Game Seven, I think. It was no, really... no, they destroyed them. They beat them by like 40. No, they played two years in a row. Oh no, the next year though the Lakers beat them. Yeah, but that was like the really low scoring, boring yes. Game Seven. Yes, wasn't yes, it? It was terrible. I, I believe so. Yeah, the the Celtics and destroyed then the Celtics them. made the greatest trade possibly in history to get rid of Garnett. And oh. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. They, they've still got picks from that. I still. Know. Still have got picks. Oh, was that to Brooklyn? Yeah, what a yeah. mess. Yeah, it went to Brooklyn. You can see how well they've done. Um, so, and I, I feel like, was there another trade or another big signing recently in the NBA that we wanted to hit on? Um, nothing that I had written down in my notes, but there could be. Yeah. I mean, are, are you are you talking about LeBron or are we talking? No, about LeBron. LeBron. I mean, he signed. We yeah, talked about LeBron. Donkey. We know he went okay. to. Well, I didn't know if this was. I didn't know if you were being serious. I think this was. I think this trade was the big one. Other than that, it's just been Deaker Dunks uh, signing. You know, free agent signings here and there. So, what do we think about um, like Lance Stevenson going to play with LeBron? I wish that the Cavs would have signed him last year. I think I, he. I think he's going to blow in his ear more. So. <laughs> But hopefully just here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, I, I don't know why you're talking about blowing into anything, but uh, well, we all know the famous picture or video of him blowing in LeBron's ear. What so was he blowing why. in his ear? I don't know. Maybe he was blowing just, air into his ear. I don't uh, know. When he's whispering sweet nothings. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe he was saying stuff. And then, but go, we, but go on, Bear. And we know Rondo went there too. So yeah, and that'll be okay. And so did uh, Javale McGee, which I mean, he's actually played decent for Golden State mm-hmm. coming off the bench. And even when he started, he played decent, but he only plays 15 minutes a game. Right. I mean, to be honest with you, I think it's great. I think Stevenson's good for LeBron, um, especially now that they're going to be on the same team. It's not quite NWO level, but um, it's it's pretty close to to a heel coming over to the to the did, good side there. Did you just say NWO? I did. I did. He did. He already <laughs> plugged uh, NWO. And don't worry, yes. we are going to get into wrestling in a little bit. But first, we need to get into Major League Baseball. So Major League Baseball is been my life the last two days. Going has been our life the last two days. Uh, we would like to thank the American League for winning eight to six last night. Sorry, Brandon. We know you're a, a, a fan of uh, the, this particular team whose jersey you happen to be wearing today. Why did you pick Absolutely. the Sammy Sosa yeah. jersey today? What is and, your problem? And why did you pick the Cubs? Uh, so we got you want to go through that story too? Okay, so we, I guess we can go through that story as well. Well, that's only the Cubs when they're winning, right? So, it's the Tigers no, every it's other actually, year. No, it's actually not. No, he's, um, he's been a Cubs fan for a minute or so three. So Ti- it's just, just like the NFL. I get ribbed for this as well. I am a Tigers fan as well. And a Cubs fan. I've been a Tigers fan. Was a Tigers fan, Tigers fan first. Um, watched them in the uh, late 90s. I mean, mid-90s, late 90s. And and um, ever since... Can't distract me like that. Um, mid-90s, mid and then I became a Cubs fan ever since the uh, 98 season. Specifically, Sammy Sosa. And I think that was the greatest season in baseball, even though it was tainted with an asterisk with the steroid era but i think it was the best most exciting season that we've seen in a while what was your favorite and, era the steroid era or the attitude era oh you, you can't do that to me. i think that, it's got to be the attitude era uh, we'll do you get, think there were steroids in there oh absolutely. of course there were sorry i'm off topic go absolutely. ahead Brandon. no so um i've been a Cubs fan since 98 uh i got this jersey actually three months before sammy sosa got traded in 2003 <laughs> in cooperstown july 
2003. So I've had this for 15 years. I still rep it. It still fits, kind of. I, well, it doesn't button up, but you know, it's 15 years. I, but yes, I decided to wear it today. I saw it. I was going through my stuff and I knew that we were doing this today. So I saw that Cubs jersey and it just, I just had to put it on. And uh, I just want to say that is okay here. Okay. It's just, I did not expect you to wear a jersey today. It's going to happen a lot. Yeah. Well, I'm it sad. It's a little to hear bit that. warm in your ex wife's garage. I know. I, I wish she would get some air conditioning out here. I don't yeah, know why. She, you need to get her on there right now. I know. And are, are we paying her to be out here? No, she should be paying I us. I don't think anyone, anyone's getting paid here, are we? Yeah. Is someone getting paid and not telling me? Uh, uh, no. We could, possibly. Uh, you know, no, right? no, I know nothing. Um, but I just wanted to talk a little bit, Brandon, since you're a Cubbies fan. I uh, talked earlier about this Araldis Chapman trade, and I am a Yankees fan since we will start there. Yes, I know so far all my teams sound bandwagon-ish, and you can blame because my... Because they are. Uh, you can blame my father. Uh, his name is also Gary, so please blame him. I've been saying that to Gary since 8th grade, 2000. Which so. Gary? Both. Both. Yes. Pronouns, pal. <laughs> yes. He uh, he has given me crap for years, and once we get into hockey, you know, we'll, we'll, I have a few good stories about hockey in 08 and 09 for us, but... Oh, please, I don't want to talk about 09. Yeah, I do, because I want to no. talk about 08 and 09, how it was well, terrible. We'll that in two months. Yes. Barry doesn't want to talk about 09 either. Well, we'll get there in a little bit. So let's go back to baseball. Yes, Yankees fan here, Araldis Chapman. That trade, uh, I am happy as a Yankees fan. I was sad to see Ch- Chapman get traded, but I thought that we got so much uh, out of it, and I, th- I think it's great. And, Brandon, do you remember who you sent us in that trade? I actually do not, but uh, I think, well, he, he eventually went back there. But I think it was, I, I wish the Cubs would have kept him, but, I mean, we got him. He wanted to be back in New York. He yeah, got his he, ring. It was a good yeah, rental for we, you guys. We got the rental. You know, he he got he helped uh, beat the Indians in 2016 for the championship. So he I, tried very hard to blow it, though. <laughs> yeah, he, really he did. And and there were two Yankees relievers in that, as we know. He did. Um and you know what? I, I think that it's great that he came back to New York. I am happy to see kind of where the Yankees have gone with that, and they've got the young movement now. And now they're kind of you know last year they weren't expected to be there, and this year now they're back to being the hated Yankees. And I, I know we do have some players that people like a lot of people like Aaron Judge. He he I think will be our next captain when they name a captain again. He leads that team. If you watch him when they come off the field, he always waits for them and pats them all on the back. He just seems like a good guy. He strikes out a hell of a lot, but you know he hits some home runs and he he kind of brings some things to New York that that people are happy about. And uh, as you were talking about jerseys, I was thinking about this. I went to New York in June of 2002, and it's when I bought my first jersey myself. And at the time, it, and I was actually wearing this jersey yesterday when I went to the Mud Hens game, and they were playing Scranton, uh, the Scranton Railway Riders, who uh, won eight to four. Thank you, and yes, Brandon. Was that? Jason Giambi jersey? Or yeah, was that? you you okay, do know. You, you were right, number twenty-five. Yeah. Uh, Jason Giambi. And do we know? Uh, you guys aren't Yankees fans, but do you know who whose jersey that would be today? Uh, I, I think it's Gary Sanchez today. Isn't no, it? no, no. I got lucky. Now Gary Sanchez. It's uh, Torres, isn't it? Yes, it is. Glaber Torres, who is uh, coming back soon, and I am happy that we got yeah, him out of I'm a trade. I'm on Snapchat. I wasn't looking that up, so that's yeah, brain I know. Power, buddy. That's brain power. That's and all that, the gambling that pays off. Yeah, right, 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 right. And no, I am happy that we we got him in the. I believe in the trade with the Indians when they traded Andrew Miller to the Indians, and they traded him to us, and and we would have had him up last year. And Clint Frazier. Yes. 
And we would have had him up up last year in New York, and he would have been very helpful. But you know, he had to have Tommy John, and to see him back, and he's he's young too, and I think he's going to be a stud for us in the future. You know, they've got so many guys. The fact that they got Stanton was unbelievable. But I I still think that Jeter bought a baseball team just to trade the MVP to the Yankees, and uh, I am happy with that. And by the way, Jeter, I, I think everybody here, this is where we might agree for the second time, that Jeter is a, a stand-up guy, a good baseball player, and he was classy, to say the least. I mean, I would say that. The thing that made him classy to me was the fact that he gave out gift baskets to all the hot chicks he banged. Yeah. Um, that, that right there made me like Jeter. Uh, not anything else on him on the field. I absolutely hated Derek Jeter. Oh, um, except um, except I did, and I don't know if you remember this. I think I texted you that day. His three thousandth hit was a home run. And who called it that day? Who called it? You you called it for sure. I was I thought you said who caught it. I don't know that oh, guy's no, name. No. Yeah, I have no called idea. It. I do remember <laughs> that very vividly. I think it was a Saturday day game. Yeah, and, and I texted you because it was breaking into ESPN or whatever it was breaking into. I said I bet you Jeter hits a home run here. And then bam, Max it's a home run. Yard. And you know that that was great. I still think the greatest thing was when his last home game at Yankee Stadium had that walk off walk off yep. hit to win a game against the Orioles. I mean, that's just Derek Jeter's life. The dude is yeah. the the guy just everything. I mean, he gets everything he wants. Very classy. And I I don't know if you know the story about him, how he ended up with the Yankees. Now, you know he was going to go to Michigan. Yeah. And yeah. and I got a personal story I want to tell you, but you can go. You, I want you but to Steinbrenner's it. wife went to Ohio State, so. The fact that he came and they they donate money to Ohio State, so the fact that he came back and they drafted Jeter, you know, he's in the Yankee pinstripes. He was there his whole career, you know, won five championships. It was I was happy to see, but uh, over time it was I saw his career diminishing. I think we all did, but he was still still a good hitter. You know, it hit when he needed to. His clutch, Mister November. You yep, know, when that all absolutely. started, he was very clutch hitter. You know, especially early in his career when they won the four out of five uh, titles. You know, it was great to see. It was three out of four. Four, three, no, three it was four out of five, I think. Um, but uh, it it was I was sad to see him go, but uh, it was nice that he went out on his own terms. I mean, and he's the greatest shortstop ever play the game. Right, that's, that's a fact. And I know so. people argue with against or argue with you on that fact, but I just for today's speaking, I will agree. And Brandon, yeah. I am intrigued by this story, depending on what it well, is about. Well, it's about Derek Jeter, and I've always, I've always, t- again, to take my fa- my fan hat off, I've always appreciated and liked Jeter. Um, he is obviously from Kalamazoo, and my uncle actually spent some time in Kalamazoo, and he actually coached, I believe, against him during when he was playing there in Little League, um, well, during high school. And um, I thought that was, my uncle has told me about that, and I just thought it's always been pretty cool, and... Ever since then, um, I've always kind of, like I said, appreciated and followed Jeter. I don't like the Yankees. I do not like the Yankees at all. But I've always, um, I do believe he is the greatest shortstop to really ever play the game. And Mr. Clutch, and to see him walk off at his last at-bat, I think it was just. Well, that was his last home game. He, he ended up playing in Boston. That's right. That's, that's right. where he ended. But That's right. I think it was just the perfect ending to a great career. I mean, that's what we're all going to remember. And it was amazing. Nobody's going to remember that last game in, uh, in Boston. But, I mean, they were, they were great to him. Everybody respected him. You know, the Red Sox paid good tribute to him. But, uh, you know, I'm happy as a Yankees fan. I'm happy that, that they're coming back, you know. And, and right now they're, they're still, I think, uh, four and a half games out of Boston. 
They are they are behind. Boston is hot right now. I think I looked; they were like thirty eight games over five hundred, which is absolutely insane. And and again, I think it's I think it's great when the Yankees and the Red Sox are battling in the in the East to yes. the best teams in baseball. So I think totally agree. I think baseball is better when them two are playing now, top. Not, we're going to get to Bears uh, team here in a minute, but just to one of the, the topics that comes up that I know we debate about sometimes, and us as friends we've debated debated about it. Do you like that they play 162 games, and there's now five there's four there's five total teams. You get two wild card teams that play that one off. Do you think that do you think that should be changed to maybe a three game set? And maybe the advantage is the four seeded team has all. I, I thought about this. Maybe they play all three home games. It's just they're at home all three games. So if you get like the Yankees, who are probably going to be a wild card, I don't know if they'll catch Boston. If they're a wild card, and let's say. Um, that Detroit hypothetically were there. We know they're not going to be, but hypothetically they were there. <laughs> hypothetically they were there. If New York was playing Detroit, and you know New York, who, if New York is the wild card or Boston, who is probably going to be the wild card, they're going to be several games ahead of the five seed. Should they play? I think they should play more than one game, and I think that they should play a best of three with all games being played at the four seeded team. It's home field. I think if you do that, you're going to have to knock off some games during the regular season because you're going to get to that point where you're playing in, you know, end of the first week of November. But you could sometimes. get well, you could get some of those series going though. The two and three seed you can get going and you're playing. Gonna to, you're going to have to take that day off so that on that Sunday when the season ends, you take that day off and then you can you can play a, a one two three, um, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, right? And then the take bat. Friday off and start the series Saturday. Yeah, it'd be all right. Usually they take time off anyway. I think they need to spice it up because it's it sucks to see some of these teams that are really good and work hard oh, get absolutely. beat, but it comes down to one game, and I mean that's that's tough for people. I don't know what you think, Bear, but uh, well, one, I think that five teams is absolutely stupid. I think yeah. 162 games is way too many. Yep, I, I mean agree. make it four, make it six. Right, uh, this play-in stuff is dumb, in my opinion. I mean that's pointless. I wouldn't even want to make it three. Just make it six teams in. Right, that's that's how it should be. Two wild card teams. I mean they're the only yeah. they're the only big four that has just a stupid playoff system i mean to be dead honest with you in my opinion at least well it's like in the nba you get half the teams in to the playoffs the same with the nhl yeah but the nfl NHL. has two wild cards why is it yeah. baseball yeah exactly right I mean, and i mean honestly 162 games is for i feel like when baseball ends it starts the next day yeah <laughs> it's, i mean they end in november and the pitchers and catchers report the third week of february well, that's kind of how i feel about nascar ends in november starts in february but they race once a week yeah i mean true that's, that's totally different I, uh, I don't know man all day. that time in that race car you know driving in circles is just tough if they played if they played 140 games i mean i i think that that would be fine you gotta cut something off here i agree uh so leading into that bear tell us about your favorite team well, I'm an Indians fan. Um, I stick with Cleveland. You know, it's it's one of those things, actually, it's just a funny story on how I became an Indians fan. I was, oh, I don't know, probably seven or eight. And uh, my parents took me to a game in Old Tiger Stadium. And it was Cleveland versus Detroit. And you Cleveland, went before me. What'd you just say? You went before me. I never, I never went to a game in Old Tiger Stadium. Well, it was a piece of crap. I sat behind a pillar and you couldn't see anything. So yeah, it was a piece of crap. There's a reason why they tore that thing down. Anyways, so I, you know, went we'll save that for another podcast. We yes, we will. We we went and um, I think the Indians won that day, eleven three. 
you know, something like that. So that's kind of what I picked, and that's where I went with, you know, how I chose my baseball team, and it's just always stuck. And ever since then, they, you know, pretty much sucked until, like, 03, I think. And they got decent and beat the Yankees, but couldn't get much further than that. Yeah. And then we're bad again until just now. Um, yeah, that 3-1 loss was heartbreaking. I was not mad at all to see the Cubs win. You know, I I have a lot of family in Chicago, so it doesn't, you know, it, it, it hurt. I wanted the Indians to do it, but seeing them win for the first time in 110 years or whatever it was, that was pretty cool. Now, did uh, you guys, I you know, we've, we've all been friends for quite a while, but... Did you guys talk a lot during the World Series? Were you guys talking trash back and forth? I know Brandon's always giving me crap with the Tigers. I don't remember. Well, that's that's when I was that's when I was working every day. So I I work early in the morning. Wait, so you you work now? I know yeah. we we said no, that, you, was, that was back. That was you, two you years kind ago. of look at boxes. Yeah, and, that uh, was that was two years ago. That, so that leaves it open for where you actually work because there's many places that have well, boxes. Yeah, we won't. Yeah, we won't discuss what kind of boxes. Uh, are they are they sex toys? <laughs> no. Are they Barbies? Uh, no. Action it, figures. It could be. Yeah. Oh, oh. Box um, fans. He's like Peter Maybe. Griffin working yeah. on a toy factory. <laughs> All right. What was the question? I don't even know what the question was. Now. Did we talk smack back and uh, forth to I, each other? I think we did. I didn't. I didn't. I don't remember. I, I don't remember either. I I couldn't watch all the games in the you know in their entirety because I had to get up early in the morning. But you know that work life. Real fan you are. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, it, it really, it really hurt to turn off the TV when it was like the fifth inning or something. But um, <laughs> you, you know, you didn't have to. You could have just yeah. slept a few hours. And yeah, been okay. Like, um, uh, like this. When do you have to get up for work? When I work? Yeah. Do you work tomorrow? When, no, I do not work. Tomorrow. Oh, see, so we could just go all night. We're just going to record every episode tonight. We I could. work tomorrow. We uh, could. Well, but so I, do I. I have yeah. to drive to St. Louis. I so. have a wife. Not at my home, problem. So I. You, you, know, you have a wife. Yeah. I have an ex-wife at home. Yeah, we are in her garage. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I have neither. I'm, I'm still waiting. <laughs> he has neither. Uh, you you have, uh, I have friends. A lot you of have friends. friends. You have a lot of friends. <laughs> a lot of friends. Uh, guys too. A lot of friends. Okay, we'll a lot go of with friends. That. Yes, we 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 know what you like. Um, but so baseball, we all enjoy baseball. Um, it, for me, it's tough to watch. Even in person, it's tough to watch. Yesterday, like I said, I was watching Scranton. We were in the front row and watching them play the Mud Hens. It, it's weird seeing Brandon Drury. Down there, I mean, he he looks solid. Um, then he, uh, uh, he he went down. He was hurt, and then he it, working his way back up. I mean, where did he it, go there? Did he get tried? I thought he was playing for the D backs last time. Yeah, yeah, no, he was going to be our third baseman, and they brought him up, and then and Duhar is now there and doing amazing, and uh, he's been hitting pretty well. I mean, he's still batting probably in the two nineties, but. He's been he's been solid for them, and they kind of have that youth movement. Drury is is a solid player, and it was nice to to watch him in person yesterday. So close, but uh, you know when you're going to New York, they like Clint Frazier. Any other team, he'd be starting in the outfield. I think not, maybe not any other, maybe not your Houston or Boston, any other AL team. I think he's starting in the outfield, and it's he's yeah. you know he's up with us right now, but it's because there's so many injuries. And you can see Jacoby. He's never going to fit in. We're just paying the guy. So it is what it is. Yeah, he'll be gone here very soon. Yeah, they, if anybody wants his money. So let's shift gears. Uh, we'll talk about hockey. Now, I know this is where you two actually agree, and I disagree. So we're, we're not going to talk long on hockey. It's going to be a favorite teams, and that'll be it. No, we'll, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about it. Uh, this year, first off, I'll lead off with uh, – Although I was sad to see my team not get a three-peat, so this should hint who my team is, the Pittsburgh Penguins, 
And there's a funny story about that. That is not a dad story. Dad is actually a Bruins fan. Um, but I was happy to see Ovechkin get a cup. That guy deserves a cup. He is top-notch player. Besides Crosby, I think he's top two in the NHL. You can go back and forth with either of those guys. Um, but it was nice to see Ovechkin get a cup. And, and when they beat when they beat Pittsburgh, finally, and, and I remember, I think I was texting you, Bear, or, that I said, I think this is the year that Ovi beats the Penguins. Like, I'm not feeling faithful that, or I'm not feeling any faith that the Penguins are going to beat the Capitals. I didn't feel it. I didn't think it was going to happen, and they didn't. It was nice to see, you know, we'll talk quickly about Vegas, the Golden Knights getting there. I thought it was amazing to see an expansion team get there. I wish I was in Vegas and would have bet on that when the season started. Uh, but, you know, however, it didn't happen. So with the Penguins, I, you know, I was happy to see Crosby and, and Malkin get their third cup a few years ago. And, you know, they got Kessel, so he got his second cup. You know, we just – I don't know how you feel about it. <laughs> they just got Jack Johnson this year from the Blue Jackets, so a good defenseman for us. It's going to help. But, I, you know, I, I, I think with these guys, they're now – it's unbelievable to think that they've been playing for so long. Uh, I think now 11 and 12 years, and they are only 31 years old. Yeah. And 32 they, – they're young. So I think that maybe they've got probably one other cup in them, maybe one. Uh, I think the NHL is just too hard, and as you're getting in your 30s, they could possibly win two. I think I think they'll get one, honestly. Um, I hope they never win a game again. I, 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 I know I because yeah. you just said, you know, I was I was waiting for you very patiently, and I almost just couldn't. The fact that you think that Crosby's even on Ovechkin's level, I mean, the guy gets hit barely, and he's down for three days. He flops around like a freaking soccer player. He gets a concussion. He's out for a year. Ovechkin took a puck to the face and just kept just kept on trucking. I mean, well, Ovechkin's a man, and and we're gonna see that Crosby is not. We're gonna see that Crosby and and here, hold on, I'm gonna switch gears here. So, what do you think about somebody like Peyton Manning? And since we're gonna switch it to football, takes a hit or he doesn't take a hit, and he just lays down for it. Wouldn't you consider that the same? The guy's a little smarter, so I think Crosby's a little smarter. Now you can agree with me. I know that we're for gonna being out for a year for a concussion. I I think that we are going to agree to disagree on this, but I think you know that Crosby gets cheap shotted more than a lot of people in the NHL, and they they if you he didn't know, act like a baby, he wouldn't oh get my those gosh. hits. And but nobody, Ovechkin gets freaking uh, hits coming at him okay, too, and he stands up you, and takes it like a man. You cannot deny this guy's level. His skill is amazing. Yeah, like, I'm not denying that. I'm, I'm just saying he's I, a big I will, baby. I will, and I will. I don't care if he was he, playing for the freaking Red Wings. Who's he's my an, favorite team? He's, he's a big an, baby. He's an adult baby. So I will agree. He can be he, sometimes. He but, would make a fantastic soccer player. He is not a hockey player. Yeah. Well, he obviously is a hockey player. I'm just gonna say he has three championships. Okay. That's it. And yeah, three right. for three in hockey. Now I know we can talk about. It. I don't know how many cups the Red Wings have. But 11. 11, and the Penguins have five. And I just want to talk about this, that you guys have been playing hockey f- probably about 50 more years than the Penguins have. So if you go back to when the Penguins actually joined the league, have the same amount of cups, I believe. You can do – Stat Guy will get Stat Guy in the research for that on when they started winning their cups. But Since 97, the Red Wings have three, so Pittsburgh is the same. Four. 97, 98, 2002, 2008. 2008, so they do have four. That's yeah. right. I forgot about 08. I don't know why I forget about 08 all the time. It always it was, was, it was, yeah, since it was we're talking like 90s, since we've been born, the Penguins have five and the Red Wings have four. Five? Where are you getting five at? Uh, let's see. You can go back to the early 90s when they won with Yager and Lemieux, 
and then you can go up to oh, shocking oh, stacking teams. Uh, <laughs> of course, we can go to oh nine, and then sixteen and seventeen. Right? That's four guy blow. How is that? They won two in the early nineties. Here, stat guy, go check that out for me. All right. Well, we'll, we'll they have won back guy. to back, back to back. I, I want you to look at this back to back. I believe ninety three and ninety four. You can check that for me. Ninety one and ninety two. Okay. Way off. I was. Oh yeah, I was way off. Ninety one, ninety two. But they won back to back, and then they won in uh, two thousand nine. And just a quick story about this, since yes, both these guys are Red Wings fans. The the oh eight season. We were watching, I remember, the Stanley Cup. It was game – you guys won in six, I believe, in 08? Yep. Yeah, yes. you guys won in six. And I remember being at Brandon's house, and all of our friends were there. Everybody there is a Red Wings fan, and I took it took it like a man. I, I may have cried a little bit inside, but uh, I the only time I think I legitimately almost cried in sports is when the Yankees blew a 3-0 lead to the Red Sox, but I don't want to talk about that. So – Back at Brandon's, though, that was a tough one because I think we had probably, what, 15 people there and 14 of you guys were Red Wings fans. And so the next year, I did not watch Game 7 with anybody. I sat in my room. Yes, he did. What? I did not. I watched watched Game 7 at home. I remember a different story. It was either for – it had to be 08. So you weren't at Frickers that day. You were definitely there. I remember you being at Frickers. We weren't at Brandon's. We were at Brandon's in 08. We were at my house for one of the games. It was either Game 5. Bear, were you even friends with us in 08? Yeah. Oh, you were? I clearly remember being at Frickers, and it was the Red Red Wings won a championship. Absolutely. Were you of age yet? No, I wasn't even of age. I was 18. Yeah. junior in high school. Yeah. (laughs) How are we friends with you? I wish you weren't. I know, I, I know, me too. But I, I, I honestly do not remember how we uh, became friends with I you. I think it's all thankful to uh, Marcos Pizza. It so. was, yeah. It was it Marcos? It was. Well, yeah. Who else I, worked there? Ryan. Ryan. Kelly, oh yeah, yeah. Who knew Andy? Who knew everybody? Yeah, else? yeah. Who knew everybody simple. else? So the '08. I know we were at Brandon's we at his at, house. Yeah, we were at my game. We were at my house and for, for Game Six. It was the final game. I remember that. In uh, 2009, though, uh, I watched it at home. I think most of us, none of us, I don't think. Maybe 09 was the year I was at Frickers. Maybe that's what it was. When you guys lost the cup? Yeah. Yeah, it, that was because if you remember correctly. That was when they almost scored to tie it up like four times in the last yeah. six seconds. Now, do you remember, though, the home team won every single game yep. up mm-hmm. until game seven, and then Pittsburgh went into Detroit and won game seven. It was because well, we won it in game six at your house. Yes, it was unbelievable to see. It was just nuts. And in 2008. I was happy that uh, that the Penguins won the cup. So, um, you know, hockey is – we all enjoy hockey. I think it's my favorite sport to watch. Uh, one of my favorites to watch in person because it's just all the time. It's just constantly going. Um, but, you know, this year we'll see what happens. I, I hope to see Vegas still do well. And uh, as you know, they it's because they have quite a few Penguins, former Penguins on that team. Uh, I think three or four to be exact. But they didn't pull it through. Yes, I know. Bear loves when I talk about the Penguins. So enough about hockey. Uh, we all, I think, agree. Our local team here, the Toledo Walleye, great team. Yeah. Um, oh, absolutely. They're a great team. They. How many playoff games did we go to two years ago in a row? And we uh, were sad. And what we are used to as Toledo fans is we usually have the best record in the regular season, and then we find a way to choke in the playoffs yeah, it's every like the single Capitals, year. Uh, yes. So maybe, so maybe next year the Walleye will pull it out and win. Uh, the, is it the Kelly Cup now? Yes, I, I believe it is Kelly so Cup. Still, yeah. yeah. Called the Calden, Calder So we can call it the ex-wife is... cup for us. There, there <laughs> yeah, well, there for, we go. For you, it's not my ex-wife. Yeah, uh, you're. I'm not going to say anything about getting married. That's Brandon, Brandon is married and happily married. 
Yes, I am. I'm just going to say it saved a bunch of money on my student loans by switching to divorce, and I will roll with that for a while. I save a bunch of money on everything by just being single. It's great. Was that insurance too, 15 minutes? Yeah, it might have been. <laughs> the divorce, it seems like it went about 15 minutes. Um, he wishes he could go 15 minutes. Yeah, I, I wish. No, I can get 15 minutes, my friend. <laughs> That's that's a little too early. That's a that's All a long right, no, Statman. That, that's a long thing for Brandon. Statman, what's the average going, for Brandon? About going off on nine and a half. Going off on so, on topic right now, dude. This is our podcast. <laughs> we can talk whatever we want to talk about. Yeah, screw topics. Yeah, if we want to talk about anything, we could talk about like we said earlier, golf, pizza. Okay, so if we're gonna talk about it, um, do you guys watch Homer and Derby? I did not. I saw the highlights at the end. I saw, of course, it was in Washington. I saw Bryce Harper. Cheated to win, yeah. Did he? Oh, absolutely. I didn't see it. Please explain. Yeah, can you explain that? Oh, well, because, one, the home run derby, there are new rules. You're supposed to let the ball land before you pitch the next one, right? Hmm. That's how that works. Yeah, not this one. I mean, Harper <laughs> Harper was down by five with frickin' 20 seconds to go and belted out six homers in 20 seconds because his old man, which I don't blame him. I mean, the dude's frickin' jacked, but no one was going to stop him. I mean, those balls were flying out, and it was just one after one, but they weren't even close to landing. He should have only had three of the last six probably, but it's in Washington, so I understand why they want to let him rig it and, uh, you know, let Bryce win. I think it was a little bit ridiculous. Kind of boring, honestly. I mean, some of the other ones were cool. I shouldn't say boring. That was a bad word to use because him and Schwarber were there. I mean, going, it was cool to watch, but it was stupid. It was especially stupid because I bet on Schwarber to win it all. So that's, I think that's why I'm very salty about this right now. Well, that's okay. Uh, I didn't watch it because I didn't care. Uh, the Yankees weren't in it. it. Last year, I'll just talk about this quickly. Judge was in it and won. And after that, he slumped. And slumped and slumped. And it took him a while to get out of that slump because I think he was so used to, you know, you slow down the pitches. He was done. I mean, he was doing yeah, bad. because he's the right-handed Adam Dunn. So what do you expect? Now, <laughs> I think he's going to have a little better career than Adam Dunn. But uh, the – so we'll switch off a, a little bit to NASCAR. Uh, actually, you know what? Before we go to NASCAR, because I just happened to glance at Brandon's hat. So we are going to talk about – College football and college basketball. I just got fired up. I don't want to do this again. Okay, well, we'll make this quick. Yeah, okay, we're, we're gonna do our we're gonna do our college football uh, preview here in a couple of weeks, so we'll keep this brief. Yeah, we'll keep this very brief. So uh, Ryan and I, I think, are both Buckeye fans. Uh, we grew up Buckeye fans. We're in Ohio, of course, so we love the Buckeyes. I myself, I myself uh, have a degree from Michigan State, so I also support Michigan State. When they play each other, I usually support whoever is going to have a better shot at the playoff in uh, football. Um, this year, you know what? Ohio State looks good. Michigan State's bringing back a lot of starters. Should still be a good rivalry. I think we'll still both just kick the crap out of Michigan and be happy. Well, everyone's going to kick crap out of Michigan this year. That's what we hope for. And um, Absolutely, especially the first game of the season. Even Notre Shame. Even Notre Shame. You know what? And uh, We won't talk too much about college football. I think that Michigan is going to beat Notre Dame. I don't even know where the game is, and I don't care, but that's in how South much. South Bend, 730 NBC. Uh, uh, okay, what day? September 1st. September 1. Okay, so we will be recording that week, I know. and oh, uh, Yeah, we will not be recording that day at oh, that no. time. But yeah, yes, right, at, we'll right at 730. Uh, we might have a replacement host that day because we're going to. That is fine with me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then we will just sit here and say, I wonder how Brandon feels right now. 
depending on what is happening. I, you know what, it, it, I know a lot of people have said they think Michigan's going to blow out Notre Dame. I don't see that happening personally. Um, the, I know you guys both think Notre Dame's going to beat Michigan. Um, I think that Michigan will pull it out, but uh, I don't think it's going to be a blowout. And when we're talking about Michigan, I, I do need to dog them because, uh, Bear, you will know this better than me, what, uh, how did the Big Ten do in bowl games last year? They seven and one, eight yeah. and one, something they like were that. Seven and one, seven yeah. and one. And and who was that lone loss? Oh, uh, it wasn't Northwestern. Uh, it wasn't, wasn't Ohio State. It wasn't Nebraska. It wasn't was, Iowa. Was it? Wasn't Michigan State? Uh, um, no. I, I think did Purdue go? To, I think I don't think they lost either. No, uh, I don't think so. But I I think it was it that was team some, up north. Some team from Ann Arbor. Yeah, okay. some team from Ann Arbor. I think they blew it, and they had it too. And uh, you know, I guess that Jim Harbaugh coaching is just so good. They lose to LSU. Yeah. No. No, Notre Dame no, played LSU, yeah, right? Yeah, no. LSU. Did you beat LSU? Yeah. Who'd they play? Yeah, who did they play? Florida. No. No, it was an SEC team, though. Was, was it, it Arkansas? No, I don't think oh, it was. Oh, my Arkansas. goodness. Who did they play? Who did See, this is how much we care about Michigan. I was, yeah, just exactly. so, I was just so salty that they lost that I didn't care about it. Stat guy, we need to know who played. No, yeah, it wasn't Florida. Yeah, it, Stat guy will figure it out, so we'll be okay there. And, um, We'll talk more about the, the college football season as it approaches. Uh, with basketball, it's the same for me. Usually I go Michigan State. It was it was hard to watch this year. I remember I was going to a, I believe, a pink concert with uh, the ex-wife. And uh, I believe that you guys were texting me like crazy when Michigan State lost in the tournament. And uh, that was a tough pill to swallow because I was driving and it was to Syracuse and I just couldn't. I was I was pretty upset. And you guys, of course, never make it any better. Well, karma is you know what, Gary. Yeah, so I, I they understand. absolutely deserve to lose. Um, and they were overrated anyways, so they couldn't even beat Ohio State. Thank you. Do we know who Michigan played? Does that guy give it to us? South Carolina. That is correct. Yeah. Well, why did I think Arkansas? It was close. Why do we think Florida? So they know. played Florida. They beat Florida the first game of the year. I remember that. Well, yeah, but in uh, Dallas Stadium. Cowboys Stadium, we like it. So uh, basketball, you you guys like the same teams? I mean, Ohio State for basketball for you, Bear? Yeah, I mean, I'm a, I, I like. I used to like Kansas actually. Funny enough, I don't yeah, know did. why, but I always rocked Kansas. Um, and you know, I've always rooted for Ohio State. College basketball to me, I like just to watch the prospects play. I mean, I'm an absolute Duke hater. So yeah, me too. We can agree on that. I I will not root for Duke. I just. But some of the kids that come out of that school, I love to watch. How's Grayson Allen going to do? Him. Um, in college, I absolutely hated him, but I think he is going to be an awesome And he pro. went to what, UT? Or UT, Utah? Utah. <laughs> Sorry. Thinking about I, I uh, love, other school I around here. I loved him and Trey Young getting into it in the summer league right off the bat. Right. Um, when I you know, when I talk about Grayson Allen before, I always thought, dude, this dude's going to get his ass whipped in the NBA. And I still think he might a couple times, depending on who he screws with. But I think he's going to be a great energy for that jazz team um already young with mitchell you got gobert who's a monster i really think that um you know he's gonna he's gonna be a star he really is um not superstar but he's gonna be one of those role players that just had he was gonna be like a della della vadova but better how about that the energy the hustle all of it he's just gonna he's just more skilled he's more talented than della vadova ever was but he's going to be like that. Gracious. Yeah, 2.0. I think I think he needs to get his attitude together. I think he can be great. Not, well, I shouldn't, I shouldn't say great. I think he can be good. Um, 
he needs to get. I think he just needs to get his attitude better. He needs to stop sticking that leg out there and tripping people. I think he was doing that. And uh, in well, no, not intentionally. I think he was doing that on purpose at Duke. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, he's not going to get away with that in the NBA because he is going to get pushed around. But um, I think he could be good if he gets that together. Um, I don't know about Deladova 2.0, but uh, we'll see. The you know what I I'll be interested to see what happens with him. Um, do you think he compliments Mitchell well? Yeah. Yeah. I think they're going to uh, – they uh, – where did Mitchell go? Louisville? I think they got into it, actually, um, in a tournament maybe or maybe a game somewhere. And Mitchell was the first one that came out and said, man, I'm excited to have him. I think he knows. I think they're going to match well. Like I said, Utah's got a young team, and they're definitely up and coming. I kind of backdoor hope they would have got Kawhi because they would have been a big-time sleeper this year in the West. I, I know I'm you like a like, lot of stuff backdoor. Me. For, I mean, Thanks. no comment. Um, you know, I really think in the West that they would have been an absolutely great sleeper team this year. They four seed possibly with that team that they have if they would have gotten Kawhi. Fortunately, they didn't. Um, and you know, we'll we'll see how they go and and see what happens. But I think that on the college front, with Ohio State getting better, it's fun to watch. You know, again, at least it's it's good to root for them. I remember, you know, the good years back in 08, 09, Odin, Conley, you know, Daquan Cook, all of them. Buford. Even though, stop it. <laughs> hey, Toledo, go e- rep. Even though we, uh, I shouldn't say we, I hate saying that, even though Ohio State couldn't beat Florida, which also freaking Horford and Joe Kim Noah, just amazing teams. It's crazy to look back and see that what these guys had and, you know, those Florida teams were great. And, I mean, Conley's become just an absolute stud in the NBA. Noah is, he was, I think he's fallen off a lot. And Horford is just solid. Horford's always been solid. Before we move on, uh, Bear, we haven't talked about Everything is going. We got the Cubs jersey here. Can you please tell us why you were wearing a Miami Hurricanes shirt? Well, I've had this since '09. I don't know whenever the hell I went to Key West when I was 18 years old. And please explain why you bought a Miami shirt. I mean, it was Hurricanes. down there, and it looks pretty cool. Now, don't get me wrong. I rep the U if I can. Oh yeah, I think they're pretty sweet. They are. Um, they're cool. I have Michael Irvin's college jerseys. I know on September 15th, I will not be rocking the U as they play the University of Toledo, and I have my big Toledo turnover chain. Was that pun intended? Thank you. I'm happy you caught on to that. I'm shocked that Brandon caught on to that. (laughs) That was pretty good, Brandon. I'm I'm, I'm actually excited for you. But, uh, yeah, I like this shirt, and it's almost 10 years old now, and it still fits me. So you can just tell that's how much in shape I am. I've grown for the last eight years. Well, round is a shape. Pretty buff. Yeah. Yes. So... Let's uh let's switch it up a little bit. Let's talk. Uh, well, hold on to go back. I do, oh, follow, gosh. I do follow Notre Dame college basketball too. Nobody cares. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nobody we we wanted to skip Notre yeah, Dame. Yeah, I know. But we, can you? Why Notre Dame? Why not Ohio State? Michigan? Why not that? Is that why? I don't know why. Was your your dad's a Notre Dame? Yeah, fan. Yeah, my dad, my grandpa, Notre Dame fans. I grew up <laughs> loving loving Notre Dame. So so I I just want to ask because I'm just assuming. But see, my dad was, I, my dad was a Earl Bruce fan, and my grandpa did like Ohio State. So. Okay. But well, my dad went away from that, became a Notre Dame fan. Obviously, like everybody else, I followed my dad. Notre I have an honest him. question, and I don't know the answer to this, truthfully. Is your favorite sports movie Rudy? Oh, absolutely. I've oh, my God, I knew it. There's a lot of great sports movies out there, but I don't know how you cannot like was, Rudy. Wasn't he short? It doesn't matter. Now, what do you mean it doesn't matter? Why, why, Tom why? Cruise is short, but look at his career. Yeah. So, I mean... <laughs> 
So, I mean, that has nothing to do with it. There's a lot of great sports movies out there. and I, and You, you left know, me that, speechless for the first time that, in my life. Yeah, but I, I, can, I, I that, just, you know what, and we're, we have time, and this is what this show is all about. I want to talk about why Rudy is not the greatest sports movie of all time and why it is his favorite. I hate Rudy. That's fine. I hate him. That I hate the movie. Fine. I hate everything about it. I love it. it. Bear, I don't know how you feel, but I do not support Brandon's pick of Rudy as being his favorite movie. However, I am not surprised. You think that's the best sports movie of all time? I think it's the best, yes. I think I think there's... A, there, Please like tell said, me what's second. Oh. Days of Thunder. <laughs> Days of Thunder is a great sports movie. Get out of the car, Cole. Yeah, Let me out of the exactly. car. Uh, I don't know. That's a tough one. I'm, I'm rookie have of the year own. since you're wearing a Cubs jersey. Have, yeah, rookie of the year was great. <laughs> uh, Little Big League was on today. Little Big today. League, great movie. That was great. Uh, uh, there's there's a lot. So you're I mean, so I'm you're telling me, and I'm I mean the greatest sports. I mean movie. Sandlot. There, Sandlot. There's a lot there. of. I mean Hoosiers is up there. Brian Song Hoosiers is up there. Is up Pride there. of the Yankees is up there. All yeah. great sports movies. I mean for us, we we grew up in the more of the comedy era of, of sports movies. Happy Gilmore, I think for for me is one of the top ones. I mean, I can watch Happy it all Gilmore the time. Is amazing. Yeah, The Natural is a good movie. Natural is a good movie. I will give you that. Uh, Field of Dreams is an but, awesome movie. However, I think that Happy Gilmore for me is going to stay at the top, just because it, you know Shooter McGavin. <laughs> we all know about that, and uh, I, I think you guys have seen Shooter. that. I think you guys have seen that picture with, uh, and it's a meme of Tiger Woods and, and Shooter, and it says, "Here is here is the greatest golfer of the world taking a picture with Tiger Woods." Yep. Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, <laughs> Brandon, do you what? I, I I'm just at a loss for words. How Rudy? Rudy's probably not even in my top thirty of sports movies. I think I'll take the longest yard with Adam Sandler over that movie. I mean, I thought that was better than Rudy. Yeah, I. I, I mean, that's fine. I mean, I just I think it's a great movie. I'm. I, I think I'm baffled by. I that. think it's you know what, movie. and even up there for me is Mighty Ducks, and although Ducks, I love. Great movie. <laughs> I know Brian loves one, it. two, and three. See, one, two, the goalie, the goalie. Yeah, a lot of people hate three. I love three. I, I, I love three movie. when they're at uh, when they're in college, right? Yeah, and two. You know, woo, woo, Kenny, woo. You know, yeah. I mean, well, you gotta, <laughs> well, none. You know, none <laughs> woo, of those woo, movies woo. make sense because if those guys were that good and playing junior USA hockey, they would not have to try out to be varsity at their high school. Oh, absolutely. Hey, it's a it's a movie. Uh, I I understand that. Thank you. And so are all of these other things we're discussing here. And uh, Bear, could you please tell me if you could go back to the Mighty Ducks, the movie, who was the best player on that team? Uh, it definitely was Goldberg. Go. Oh gosh, Goldberg. I don't know about that. <laughs> he had uh, the best knuckle puck. Uh, well, that wasn't. Well, he did do the. Uh, no, he didn't yeah. do the knuckle puck. Uh, at the end, he, he shot. Yeah, and he won the in two. Yeah, but he didn't do the knuckle puck. That was Ross, man. Russ hit that knuckle puck. Russ dressed up as Goldberg. I thought. And then hit that knuckle puck. Oh, yeah. No, but Goldberg yeah, did make correct. the goal. Yes, you were right. Goldberg yes. did play and make a goal. It wasn't yes. a knuckle puck. Um, but it would. The answer is uh, uh, Banksy. That's it. Period. Stop. Yes. He's a freaking loser. Oh, or, yeah, or Gordon Bombay. Bombay. <laughs> we can go with Gordon Bombay. Emilio you got, Estevez. You can go, yeah, you can go with Charlie. I think the Bash Sheen? Brothers. I think the Bash yeah, Brothers. Charlie Sheen. You know, him and Emilio are brothers. I know. Did you know for fun, I will just tell you this, that Charlie Sheen's real name is Carlos Estevez? Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Kind of like Tom Cruise. You know what his real name is? Don't care. Thomas Mopather the Fourth. I want to go back to your Carlos Estevez. Do you think he has HIV too, or is that just Charlie? <laughs> I I would like to say that um, D- 
depending on how he is, he he's got Tiger's blood. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I I still think he's winning, even though it's been seven years since the, since the incident. But uh, he, I don't know. You know, it's kind of like Magic Johnson. Do we think he has HIV? No, but I think money buys a lot of things. Yeah, and if you've seen that South Park episode, the cure to <laughs> HIV is to just drink blended up money. Yep. So uh, that's that. But now we can switch gears now that we're off of baseball. Thank you. And we're off of sports. And sorry, Brandon, Rudy is not not yes, up is. there. It is no, terrible. Damn golden blue through and through. Are you sure you don't want to do one more sport, one more baseball thing? All right, just go ahead. Just because it just happened. Yes. Machado to the Dodgers. Yeah. Oh, yes. Back, back to the World Series, right? Like, that's it. If Kershaw stays healthy, right now, if you had to pick right now, I want your second half, who are the two teams in the World Series and who's winning it? Gary, go. Oh, gosh. Of I'll course. I'll you on the spot. Uh, of I know cor- you're going to pick the Yankees. No, I, I'm actually not going to say the Yankees. Good for you. It's, uh, it's tough. You know, I think it's going to I think it's gonna end up between Boston and Houston. I, I'm honestly going to take Boston over the Dodgers in uh, six. Okay. I am going to take – the Dodgers now with Machado. I think Kershaw stays healthy. I think he gets over like last year those playoff woes, and I really think that the Dodgers beat Houston in a rematch. Yeah. I think that they will beat them in seven this time. Brandon, what do you got? Oh, no, I think it's I think it's great to have Philly at fifty three and forty two. I think that's pretty good. They had some rough years these last couple of years. Um, like I said, it's going to be Boston, New York. I think they're going to one of those are going to come out of the American League. Um, Houston is, is tough as well, but, um, yeah, I can see, uh, Houston, LA or Boston, LA in the world series. Okay. That's, that's interesting. I see that. And yes, that was my newspaper in the background. Just to let you guys know. (laughs) Oh, Brandon. All right. You brought a newspaper. That's old school. You don't use your phone. Uh, That's that's classy. The, uh, so let's switch gears. Um, we've got a race coming up this weekend and they're at New Hampshire, Loudoun, whatever you want to call it. Um, we can talk about NASCAR, some predictions for this week. What do we, you know, I know Brandon's favorite driver is Kyle Busch. Yikes. Do you think he will win this Yikes. weekend? No, I cannot stand Kyle Busch. I hate Kyle Busch. Um, hate is such a strong word. It is. It's, do you it's hate him because he's word. that good? I think it was nice of him when he wrecked to check on Byron. Yes, a that weeks was. Ago. Well, that's because that is because Stenhouse is. Well, yes, is just awful. Yes, that it, that that. That was a crazy race. But speaking of that, I'm sorry to interrupt. Um, did anyone take retaliation at Kentucky? Because I didn't see it. No. Uh, no. Stenhouse he, wasn't even up yeah, there. Yeah, he was like he went like okay. a two like two laps down within like the first 15 laps, and then he was out of it. Um, no, I do not think Kyle Busch. I think Kyle Busch again to take my fan hat off. Um, he is a good driver, but I think it's gonna you know the big three with Harvick, Truex. And Bush this year, they're always going to be up there. Um, I don't think Kyle Bush will win this year. I mean, win this week. I think it's either going. It's going to be. It's going to be a good race. I don't really like New Hampshire. I don't really like the short tracks. I'm more of a Talladega. Um, you know, mile uh, two mile. Talladega. Two mile. Yeah, two mile track. So, guy. Uh, speaking of Talladega, also a great sports movie, Talladega Nights. That is yes. Uh, Ricky movie. Bobby. If you're not See, first, you're movie. last. Great movie. So, who's your pick then this week? My pick? See, I don't do DraftKings like you guys, so I don't set up my lineup and all that stuff. We don't need it. We just need a pick, man. Yeah, I know. I know. But if I got to pick one, I think think Kevin Harvick is going to win this one. I think he's going to have good qualifying, and I think he's going to be up there at the beginning, and I think he's going to stay up there. He did win a race there last year. Uh, Harvick? 
Yes. Yes. And the other one that won last year, I believe, was Hamlin, who won there last year. Or Kyle. I'm sorry. Harvick won two years ago. I lied to you. Kyle and Hamlin both yeah, won last year. Yeah, they both year. won last year. No, you're good. So Actually, I, you know what's kind of funny? Who kind of dominates this track over the last three years is a name of a guy who just came back. Matt, Kenseth. Matt Kenseth. Yeah, Kenseth has. He has three wins here in the last four years. And I do have him. He's actually on my paper as one of the guys I'm going to have this week. So this is a preview for you. I will have Hamlin. I will have Kyle Busch. And I will have... Matt Kenseth. Well, that's funny because I'm definitely going to have Kyle Busch this week, and I'm definitely going to have Kenseth now seeing Kenseth's you know, track experience here. Well, and I'm kind of sad that we did this podcast because that was going to be how I was going to beat you. But, no, it, truthfully, you know, I, I'm with you. I think uh, um, I would love to say I like seeing Kyle Busch win just because it pisses Brandon off because Chase Elliott cannot win. And, uh, unfortunately, for Chevys this year, Chevys are having a rough year. Jimmy's Jimmy's doing okay, but he's not doing, you know, what we're used to seeing Jimmy do. One win in this whole season, I believe. For Jimmy? No, for Chevrolet. No, for Chevy. I was about to say, I don't think Jimmy's won a race this year. No, I think he's led a total of, like, 12 laps this whole year. Which is crazy. Crazy. Yeah, I mean, Jimmy, it's it's surprising for a guy that has, what, seven championships? Yes. Yeah, I mean it's it's insane. It's it's even insane to put him up there as because people don't really think about it as one of the best drivers there are. Which would and I was looking. If you look back at that, I think he won uh, his first race in New Hampshire in '03. Jimmy did. I know stat guys checking on it. I think '03 Jimmy. That's the first year Jimmy won a race there. He actually won both those races in '03. Yeah. So uh, you know Jimmy, great driver. Uh, been around longer than most people realize. And uh, honestly, personally, I do not want to see him win number eight. Because uh, being an Earnhardt fan, I think all of us here are Earnhardt fans. Um, you know, the King, Richard Petty, too. I mean, but uh, Earnhardt for me, he, tragically, you know, we lost him in 01. But uh, I do not want to see Jimmy win that I, because I think it's a different It's different now than it has been in years past when they would do the point system. I don't think that Jimmy's going to win. I don't think he's going to win again. Um, I actually think he might be out of Hendrick here shortly if he doesn't retire. I, I could see that. He's got plenty of money. I mean, I just saw the other day that Knauss was just – Resigned to Hendrick, not yeah. to Jimmy. To Hendrick. To Hendrick. Yeah, I, I, I think they're. I think. Well, I think they're losing. They'll pair the him up with Byron or. Chase yeah, probably. they're losing the low sponsor after this year, I believe. And I think from what I've been hearing and what I've been reading is that I think he's going to be done after this year anyway. So. Jimmy? But I mean, yeah, but I really. I mean, we'll see. That'll be interesting, you know, and because uh, you you've got. You've got Jimmy there, who kind of leads the pack of young guys. You've got William Byron. You've got Alex Bowman, and uh, you got, of course, Chase Elliott. Now, of those guys, Chase, you would think, would be the guy to come up. But I'm not surprised. I would not be surprised if Byron. You know, he's he's also young. Bowman's young, a little more experience in in terms of age than those guys. And you know, he's in Junior's old car. Byron's in Gordon's old car, and Chase is is in his car, his daddy's old car, his number. So. Uh, we'll see what happens. You know, we've got some things this week, so let's go real quick. Brandon, you said Harvick's going to win this week. Bear, yes. who you got? Brandon's favorite, Kyle Busch. Kyle Busch. All right. I uh, also am going to go with Kyle Busch, but I think uh, Hamlin would uh, be – I would not be surprised if Hamlin is going to challenge him So in New Hampshire. So we'll we'll talk more about this on Sunday where we're going to talk a lot about the end of the British Open. We're going to talk about NASCAR that day, kind of follow up on this week and what we've seen. Um now we're going to hit into some other things. I know uh, recently Travis Pastrana, uh, uh, about 10 days ago, did something that you know was publicity like crazy. Uh, it was called Evil Live, you know, and I don't think he was trying to just go out there and break Evil Knievel's records, but he was paying homage to 
Evil Knievel. He he really looked up to Evil Knievel. It was, it was great to see. I think all of us knew he was going to make those jumps, especially that he is on. He has a more talent than Evil Knievel, and B, he his bike is a lot different, and you know that he had a ton more money in that bike than Evil ever did. And we know that this the the fountain jump, um, he cleared that water a lot, and you know the ramps I think were a little higher. And Evil, you know, as we know, was was out for a while. I think he was in a coma for 29 days right. after that jump. Yeah. I think we've all seen the footage of that when he fell oh, and absolutely insane. literally broke almost every bone in his body. But uh, I didn't really see the jump personally myself from Pastrana, but, uh, yeah, I mean, the money in the bike, and we just, I mean, we all knew with it, even watching that, he was going to make those. So And, you know, there he's just, he's absolutely incredible when it comes to, uh, action sports and what he's doing and what he's done. You know, he was the first one to land the double backflip, which is absolutely insane. I've had the, the privilege to go out there and work Nitro Circus the past couple of years and just seeing his guys out there and what they're doing, and it's just it's incredible to watch. And, you know, kids get into it. You know, families love it, parents, everybody. And, uh, you know, kind of what he's done and bringing that to the forefront and having a show and a tour for it is, is amazing. And, uh, you know, my hat's off to him for what he's been able to do for the sport and X Games and everything else. I mean, he's he's done stuff in rally cars. He was in, in NASCAR. If you remember, he was in NASCAR. I mean, yeah. he, he came there. I was a fan. I was excited for him. He won a pole, you know, and uh, but uh, that wasn't for him. So it was unfortunate because I liked him. Yeah, it was the what was the nationwide series? Yeah, he was I nationwide. still call it the Bush. I yeah, I, I still yeah. call it Bush. We still call it Winston Cup, I think, yeah. and mm-hmm. Bush yeah. Winston Cup and the Craftsman Truck Series, and yeah, I think right. it's Camping World <laughs> Truck Series. It's Xfinity and, and Monster. Monster. Yeah, um, I do think Monster is a good fit though for for what they're doing with NASCAR. Um, uh, speaking of NASCAR. Um, I just saw today, Truex losing his five-hour energy sponsor after this year. They're pulling out. Interesting. Really? I did now, not see that. Yeah, I didn't see that either. That's uh, that's kind of interesting. Yeah, he's you know he dominated last year and he's doing pretty well this year. You know, Harvick Bush and and Truex are doing well, but we're we're gonna see what happens. Uh, let's talk a little bit more about uh, quickly the World Cup. It was nice to see Croatia there. We were all actually together that day, mm-hmm. and. Uh, I think we knew right off the bat when France scored a couple goals that we thought it was done. Uh, it was great. I don't know if you guys saw that Croatia still had a parade. I did not and see that. They actually had a parade, and it was amazing to see what that country did for, for their people and their soccer team and, and kind of what had happened. So amazing. You know, my hat's off to Croatia for getting there. You know, the USA, we couldn't even – we didn't even participate. We didn't make yeah, it. Exactly. Um, you know, I can't, I can't say enough. France, you know – Great for France for winning that. That's a big deal for them. Uh, but, I mean, I have nothing else to say about soccer. I'm not a big soccer fan. I know you guys are intermittent about it, but you got anything else? I, I'm not that I mean, I'm not that big of a soccer fan. I don't watch it other than – I don't really watch it. I watch it a little bit during the World Cup, but, that's again, that's every four years. Um, France um, is always – I think lately they've been up there, um, if I can remember. But um, – I think the the favorite to win was last last um, World Cup's champion in uh, Germany, and they were out. I think even before the round of sixteen or something. Yeah. But um, I don't really follow soccer. I think uh, Croatia um, getting there was uh, actually pretty nice. Uh, it was good for them. I think they they only have like four point two million people in their population, and I think I told you guys this earlier. If that was a in the United States, that'd be like the fifteenth most popular. Populous city in the United States if it, if it was a city. But um, good for Croatia, good for France. 
Um, they won four two. Um, they're the favorites next year, five to one. Who I mean, is now, France? Yeah, at twenty twenty two, Qatar, Brazil seven to one, Spain fifteen to two, and we are eighty to one. So we'll see about that. Yeah, Hopefully, you can make it. Maybe I'll maybe I'll just throw a quick bet on them of uh, a dollar. So we'll see what happens. At least put five on it. Yeah, you're right. But I don't know if I want to lose five dollars. But you know, we will be there. I think in 2026 because well, we, we'll be hosting. We will no matter what. Yeah, at least so, they get in automatic bid. Oh, for being a host, automatic bid. Yep. Uh, are Are we going to be there uh, on site doing a podcast? Maybe. Probably not. Yeah, you're right. This This podcast will probably last maybe sixteen episodes, if we're lucky. Yeah, in season one. Yeah, you're right. Season one. How are we doing seasons? Because I said so. Oh, so. I guess we're going to have to talk about that. It'll be, like the, it'll, be, it'll be like the WWE. We'll just you know, well, we'll keep on going week after week. We'll just have seasons breaking it up. You know? Yeah, well, now that we're we're getting on to that, I, I do want to talk a little bit about WWE and UFC. And uh, um, First off, let's go to UFC. Uh, we just had a pay-per-view. And uh, Stipe, uh, we know he got knocked out by Cormier, uh, who is now the light heavyweight and heavyweight champion. Don't relive that again. Uh, yes. So I just want to quickly talk about this. Was, for those of you, the people listening that saw the end of the, the fight and Cormier called out Brock Lesnar and Lesnar came in the ring. Uh, and by the way, did you see his suit pants tucked into his boots? That was interesting. I did not. And, and also his teeth. Yeah. That was also interesting. His ivory cup shot teeth. Yeah. His ivory cups with cappuccino. Yeah. That was interesting. And, uh, That's do crazy. we, was that, was that a work? Do you Ab- guys think? Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 I personally guarantee, personally guarantee Dana White went up to both Stippy and Daniel Cormier in their opposite locker rooms and said, look, um, if you win this fight, you will call out Brock Lesnar because he's going to be here and he will be fighting for the belt, whoever wins, which is absolutely ridiculous. Brock Lesnar, though being an amazing athlete, he is not what he was 10 years ago when he was, when he had the championship, when he was the UFC heavyweight championship or champion. Um, You know, I just... I can't see it. I think that Cormier is younger. He's more athletic now. Yeah, Lesnar's going to be bigger, but, you know, Stippy was bigger. And I, I really think that Lesnar will probably get knocked out or it'll just be a boring wrestle fest. Uh, I'm still going to watch. Brock Lesnar's that, still going to draw me to why, the UFC. What you just said is I'm why watch. Why Brock. I don't want to. Why I don't think any of us do, but I think that you just hit on something that's very important. It's why Vince McMahon wants Brock, it's why Dana White wants Brock, is because he is a draw and people are drawn to him. And that is money. That when, is when he's is. there. When he's there. Yeah. But you know, now I used to like Brock a lot. You know, the eat, sleep, conquer, repeat. I have the shirt. I, I was happy I was at WrestleMania thirty when he broke the streak. I thought that was great. Um but we'll talk a little bit about WWE uh Extreme Rules just happened. Uh you know, it it was an okay okay event. You know, I, I wasn't I wasn't thrilled with everything. I don't know how you guys felt. Um, I I was happy to see the B team win the tag titles. I think that is amazing how they repackaged them after the Miz left and went to SmackDown. I I, I thought it's phenomenal. I get so confused on what time these start anymore. I always you know recall them starting at eight. eight so and I did too when, when you I guys told me you were watching twenty five and just caught the end of that match. I was like ah crap. So I didn't get to see the full match. What, I heard it was decent. What was your favorite part after that match? God, the best part was when, um, and who was that? Curtis Axel, is that correct? Yes. yes. Curtis Axel um, was doing the interview with, uh, I don't know, who's the lady that comes? Like I said, I, I, yeah, I don't watch much anymore. Yeah. 
it's it's terrible, but but his great promo at the end of that saying this is like when Stretch Armstrong went to the moon, and I I mean I lost it. It was it was hilarious, and that's what makes me come back to that, and that's why I loved it as a kid, and that's why I like it a little bit as an adult. Uh, you know, you get past that, and it, it's hard to hard to sit there and watch wrestling anymore, not being the Attitude Era. We were spoiled, spoiled myself growing up in that. So you know, you get the best, you get two shows every single Monday, Thursday, pay-per-views pretty much every Sunday. I mean, it was so amazing. And then going back and watching it now after not watching it for eight, ten years, it's a little bit different being PG and kid-friendly, even the shows we've gone to. You know, it's it's all right. It's not bad anymore. I can I can watch and get into it, but it's it's tough now. But when you have a promo like that with some guy who I barely even know who it is, oh man. Well, you know who Curtis Axel's dad is, correct? Yeah, yeah it's Mr. Henning. I Kurt, Mr. Perfect. Sorry, Kurt Henning. Mr. Henning. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He, Mr. He would Henning. Be. That is correct. Uh, uh, Technically, uh, rest, it is. Rest his soul. <laughs> if he was still alive. Um. So yes, I I you know I, I think that was a great match. What Brandon? What do you think was the best match on that card? Well, just to go back to that match, I wish um, when Bray Wyatt and Bo Dallas got in the ring, knowing that they are brothers, I thought they were going to draw a little more crowd noise from the crowd. I was kind of felt bad when they got in the ring together and they started actually fighting. That the crowd really didn't give them that much love. Who do you think's the best wrestler in that family? Oh, it's Bray. Wrong. IRS. Yeah, dad, man, IRS. Stupid idiot. Okay, but it's still Stupid brave. idiot. Sorry, Jericho, if you're listening. I just yeah. made your list. I, I doubt he is, but yeah, we're, we are probably all on his list because he thinks we are just absolutely ridiculous. Well, you did give me that because I did forget that they, that, that was his uh, dad. Daddy. So that, that, do yeah, you know, that do you know dad, so. just for fun, since we're talking about real names of people, Bray Wyatt's real name. I do not. I do, but I can't think of it because it's really odd. Wyndham Rotunda. Yep. Yes. Do right. we all know Shawn Michaels' real name? Yeah. Michael Hickenbottom. Come on, man. We all okay. know his real name. Are we breaking the fourth wall here, Brandon? Stop <laughs> yes. it. Yes. Uh, my, my, Gotta grab that brass ring, Brandon. <laughs> my favorite match, um, I think, from Extreme Rules was Kevin Owens and Braun Strowman. Um, if we just because if, he got thrown off of a cage, well, you got to remember it's twenty it's what, twenty years anniversary since uh, mankind got thrown off. Oh that yeah. Cell, hey, so. Do you remember what I said and to you after that happened? After he threw him off the the table just this past that. Sunday. So you mean when we both texted each other, "Holy shit!" at the same time? Yeah, oh, yeah. That's, that's, holy that's, shit! And that's uh, exactly. What and I, then I said, "But Owens won the match." Yeah. <laughs> that's what my response was. He did, and, and that's what makes it awesome. And then Braun, I love what Braun said. I, I think he put on Twitter basically that uh, he, I lost the match. Really? <laughs> like, do you, I don't it, know if yeah. I feel that way. It, it reminded me of the finish um, when Big Show finally showed up, and Austin and McMahon were in the cage. And Big Show threw Austin through the cage, and he hit the floor. And Vince was so happy and then realized what happened and was so devastated. And that's, I mean, it was amazing. I, yeah, it was. That was amazing. But I think I think if we go, if we're talking about Extreme Rules and the best match, I think that, for me, that was the best match. Just because, you know, yes, it wasn't the Hell in the Cell. It wasn't 20, you know, feet up or however many the Hell in the Cell is, 30 feet. I don't know. But to see him get thrown off in the way that he landed on that, I was watching it with my wife, and I turned to her, and I was like, "The same thing, holy shit!" But um, I think that was—I think that was the best match. Um, obviously, you can't go wrong with an iron match. You know, a thirty-minute uh, iron match between Dolph Ziggler and Seth Rollins, um, that being tied at the end, and then of course them coming back and doing a sudden death and um, Dolph uh, re- uh, 
you know, winning uh, five to four. So I think that was the second best. I like, I love the finish of that match. Such a perfect heel finish, um, and it sets up Rollins and McIntyre. Yeah, so Mac- whatever they're gonna do. Yeah, McIntyre is eventually gonna break away from Dolph, and you know they're gonna make him one of the top guys too if they ever get off Roman. We will see that. But, uh, well, but, that's why I'm glad that Bobby Lashley won because I think it's time to make Bobby well, Lashley one. But of do the, you think on uh, next Monday? Do you think that you know Bobby and Roman are fighting again, and the winner fights Brock? And like I said to you guys, that I think uh, I would hate to see Roman win. Um, I can see both of them winning or coming with a draw, or Brock disrupting the match, and it turns into a triple threat at SummerSlam. But uh, either way, I think Lesnar loses the title. That, or he's going to lose it. He's going to lose it before. Well, or before January when he's eligible to go back to right. UFC. He's not taking that to the UFC, but he's not. No, I, we know that, but yeah. I'm saying he will <laughs> He will lose it uh, sometime you know, this year. And hopefully it's at SummerSlam. I just hope it's not to Roman. I just think I think you're, if, if Roman wins on Monday and he gets the SummerSlam fight against, I think you're going to see those old ECW uh, riots, you know, Roman Wayne, Roman Reigns wins, we riot. I think it, I think the, I think the WWE universe is getting over well, Roman Reigns. I, I, I hope that if they do put it on Roman or whatever they do at the SummerSlam match, Braun cashes in <laughs> and gets the title. This guy, they pushed him so much. He won the he won the the Royal Rumble in in Saudi Arabia. Um, obviously, he won that money in the bank, and then he won the tag titles with a kid. I mean, that was fantastic. Although I think it was a waste, I thought it was fantastic. Absolutely stupid. Yes, funny actually, but stupid. Um, actually, before we move on to go back to that um, the Roman uh, now Kevin Owens Braun Strowman match. Did you guys see him give? the stunner to Braun Strowman. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And, and the DX strap. And yes, I did. I thought it was awesome. And by the way, I just want you to know that this will make you happy, Brandon. I taught my 4-year-old son how to do a stunner. And uh, yesterday he learned a DDT. He learned a as he calls it a froggy splash. There you go. <laughs> That's awesome. And uh, the stone cold stunner. Yes, that makes me very happy. Actually. Yes, it does. He he does know an RKO. He knows the F5. He knows how to properly do a suplex like we we do. Put my arm around your head. He puts his arm around mine and takes it all the way to the finish, which is absolutely amazing. Your four-year-old son can suplex you? Uh, no, oh. I, I suplex, and he wants to be suplexed, and he thinks it's phenomenal. And uh, but we do the uh, choke slam reversed into an RKO, and he RKOs me off the bed and thinks it's phenomenal. But now that he's doing the frog splash, or as he calls it, the froggy splash, the froggy splash, he thinks it's he thinks it's the greatest move ever. Um, before we go any further, I just want to go back to the Iron Man match. Um, what made that the absolute worst match of all time? In terms of Iron Man match, a it was thirty minutes. Wrong. Uh, B there were way Has too. Has nothing ma- to do with the match. Nothing to do with the match. You know, okay. How was the crowd? Mm. They counted down. Oh gosh, I forgot about that when I mentioned that. Oh, every seconds. ten seconds they counted down. I wanted to turn it off. It was they absolutely ruined a decent match. And you know they were doing it when they were counting down every minute. You know when ten seconds it would have been. Start. It was funny the first couple of times. And then inter like they just in between did it. they were like from thirty seconds to twenty seconds. I was like they did it from like twenty six to sixteen. It was terrible. It was awful. Yes, and that kind of distracted me. Well, thank you, Royal Rumble. Yes, I did not like the. I I didn't like that it was thirty minutes. I think Dolph and Seth can put on. A phenomenal match. Um, I didn't like that there were so many falls. That was kind of weird for me. Uh, but I did like how it ended. Typical heel, like you said. Um, for me, though, I really liked, 
you guys know that I like AJ Styles a lot. I always have. I liked him in TNA. I liked him in New Japan. He is he is phenomenal. He is. Is that what you keep saying? Phenomenal. You said it twelve times in the last two minutes. Yes, he is phenomenal. 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 <laughs> I will keep going with it. He is. He reminds me a lot of. We'll talk a little bit about our greatest, our, our top five. So we'll talk about this right now. And I'm putting you on the spot. I know we didn't talk about this. Top five favorite wrestlers. Top five? Oh top my five. Goodness. So, um, and I'll go because I was prepared sort of for this. So my top five is um, it's going to be Sting because I, I thought Sting was in WCW. You're going five to one, right? Yeah, five to one. Okay. So Sting was five for me. Uh, he is just. He's amazing, and he was fun to watch. It was nice when he went to the Crow gimmick, and and you know I hated to see how his career ended recent, you know, in the last couple of years uh, against Seth Rollins, but it was it was fun to watch. He was just always amazing. I think he could have had better a better time if he had come to WWE earlier. I think we can all agree on that. Um, five five for you guys. Or do you want me to keep going? Uh, you, you keep going because you put me on the spot. Yeah, so you, you, you got to think of this. I, 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 know my, I know my top two. It's very simple. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so <laughs> five is Sting. Honorable mention is uh, one of the greatest of all time, Ric Flair. He is an honorable mention for me, but it was his. If Ric Flair is not in your top five, I don't want to hear the rest of them. He, he, he is there with Sting. I will put that there. The problem is I like uh, – just because, and I know you you might hate this, Dwayne makes my top five because he changed wrestling, along with Stone Cold. I know is up. Why there would I hate Brandon. that? He's in my top five. Good. So he's four for me. Um, like I said, AJ Styles. He, I will put him at three. Uh, he is he has been there. You know, he, I'm glad he's finally in WWE. He's you know over 40 years old. So the fact that he's, he's doing 40, what he's doing. 42 now. Yeah. Is he? I, I thought he was so. 41. But um, AJ Styles. He's phenomenal. Yes, he is phenomenal. That? Phenomenal, Brandon. He uh, just to see what he did in TNA and then New Japan, and now he's finally in WWE, and I'm glad he's getting his glory. And Vince sees it and is keeping the strap on him. It's been amazing. Number two. Either one of you guys know my number two. This shouldn't be too hard. Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> I was going to say Blue Meanie, but all right. Big no. Dick Johnson. Yeah, uh, no. I, I don't. It Randy is. Orton. No, that's a good Y2J. one, too. Y2J. Y2J is the man. He is number two. You know, he what he has done, not just for wrestling, and the fact that what he's doing in New Japan now and uh, what he's been doing over there and what he did in WWE and what he still does. The thing that I like about him is he will leave and come back, and he knows that he comes back. He, he's got something different every time. When he did the whole thing with the list, I mean, we, we all thought it was phenomenal that he did that. It was amazing. Did you like that? I plug phenomenal Stop again. Stop saying phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we do like, I do like Jericho. He, he you know, leads the band Fozzie, which they're good if you've never heard them or seen them. Check them out. They, they have a lot of good songs. Um, what he did in WCW was great, and also what he is doing, uh, like we said, all around. He He's had some hosting gimmicks. He's... He's has his own podcast, Talk is Jericho. He just does everything. I think it's it's great what he is doing. He actually has his own show on Sirius now on Octane, Channel yes. 37. Awesome. And I do like uh, in the ring, of course, just what he did. He always has good gimmicks. He always does amazing things. We like what's going on with him. Uh, and number one, I think you both know who my number one is, I would think, maybe. I don't. Who? Brandon, you got my number one? 
Uh, I said Randy Orton and our AJ Styles, so but you already mentioned them. No, what about you? I mean, if it's not Stone Cold, it's not right. So It's not Stone Cold. It is Shawn Michaels, and you guys should have both known this. Uh, I do like Shawn Michaels, and he is, to me, and I know Stone Cold's not in there, it, and I can't get – I like Stone Cold, but, you know, he kind of – he Michaels passed the torch to him, and we have all our friends, so many of them like Stone Cold, that it, it was tough for me to get behind all that. I mean, I love Stone Cold. Don't get me wrong. He's fantastic, but and he changed everything forever. But I, I still like Shawn Michaels, always did. I thought no matter what he did, win, lose, or draw on a match, he drew. And as we know, he's Mr. WrestleMania. But what he did for wrestling is just amazing. And he is not he, – he didn't even win. If you look back, his WrestleMania record is not that great. Uh, he, he does have a winning record, but it's because of his performances. And I think he yeah. went out the right way. Um, for WrestleMania, he went out at, what, 26? WrestleMania 26, lost to Taker. Mm-hmm. And uh, the second time, two years in a row, and then he was done. And he hasn't been back since. And he did say, I, I believe, that if he were to wrestle anybody now, it would be AJ Styles. Now, for me, if they were both in their prime, that would be great. But I'm, I'm happy to see him stay retired. I'm happy I have AJ Styles now. He reminds me the most of of Michaels than and anything we've seen, besides maybe Dolph. Dolph came kind of close, but he just couldn't. You know, he couldn't go to the same level as, as Sean. He would have been 20 years ago when Sean was doing it. Yeah. Dolph would have been great. He's just past. I do like Dolph, but. Past where he should be. All right. So, what? Do we, so uh, Bear, what you got? Um, I mean, my top five. Five would definitely be Jericho. I have to put him in there. Whether he's five, four, or three, I, I can, I can inter, intermingle those. Um, you know, four, like I said, my three, four, and five are I think they're all the same to me. I hate top fives. But if I had to say four, oh, goodness. I'd hate to put Taker there because I think he'd be three, but I'm going to put Undertaker there. Um, number three. I Number three actually is a guy who I hated forever, and he became one of my favorites, and that's Triple H. Always hated him. Don't know why. Just one of those things. He was such a good heel. That's why I hated him. But then as he got, I think it was when he came back from his second quad that he had. Um, you know, we, you know, it, it was just, his comeback was awesome. And he went right back to being a heel. And then they made Evolution, which was one of the greatest things ever. Number two. Woo! Ric Flair. I mean, and the only reason why he's not number one is because Stone Cold is literally the greatest of all time. That's why I grew up with. I was Stone Cold for Halloween, I think, when I was like eight or nine. But if I was 20 years old in 1998, Ric Flair would be my absolute favorite. I mean, if I'm in a bad mood, I watch a Ric Flair promo. It gets me amped up. Don't know what it is. It's just, it's amazing. So he, he's definitely, you know, two very, very close. Should be number one, but is definitely two. So that's my top five. Yeah, that's a good top five. Um, mine are kind of similar. Uh, mine definitely focuses on more of the Attitude Era. But uh, Jericho at five, um, performer. So we all everything. agree on Jericho on our top five. Yeah, absolutely. I, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Rick, four, I think we all agree on yeah, that. Yeah, I gave him he was a five. So. One, yeah, one that you guys didn't mention that maybe you did and I just wasn't paying Papa attention. Papa Shango. <laughs> no. Uh, the Godfather. Godfather honorable mention. No, well, definitely. Yeah, the ho! 
train. Um, Bret Hart. I think Bret Hart was. No. Stop. Get off this podcast. <laughs> Are you now. serious? Why? I think. I think he's I, the biggest crybaby in the entire world. He's look, like the Sidney Crosby of look, WWE. I agree with that. <laughs> if we talk about wrestling and not the entertainment portion of it, I think he's definitely one of the great wrestlers. Again, no. Okay. Entertainment wise, no. He didn't really have that. He but, had great no. heat back in the nineties. <laughs> Absolute great, he had great heat because he was Canadian, and there was a whole thing that Michael started with America and Canada. I mean, that was one of the best angles of all time. Yeah, but um, two, um, I got a tie here. I think it's The Rock and Shawn Michaels. I think both those guys, uh, great performers, great wrestlers, uh, great entertainers. So our um, top five is basically the same, yes. with a little bit moved around. And, and you course, didn't have Sting in there. Yeah, and neither of, course, of you guys had The Undertaker. Well, he's honorable mention. He, I mean, if, he's, if you're talking top ten, he's definitely in there. Dude, I, I just, you know. Triple H is t- top ten. I think uh, Kelly enjoys The Undertaker and thinks he's great. I, I just, it was never my thing. And he's great in WrestleMania, but if he did not do as well as he did in WrestleMania, we wouldn't be talking about him. That is absolute garbage. I, I, I he think, is a consummate professional. Well, he is, but we're talking about wrestling, favorite wrestlers. Nobody would care if he was not. It, especially now, like kids now would not care if he was not this whole. Kids now, like Daniel Bryan and his stupid yes chance, the dumbest thing ever. So I don't care what the kids think now. Yeah, I, well, it's the dumbest chant in the world, and everyone that does it is an idiot. You heard it here first, buddy. Yes, yes. Uh, you are off yes. this now. You have you. Why are you here? Like we hey, now. I literally, think literally that that ruined wrestling was the yes chant. The, the yes chant, but it ruined wrestling. It, it made him though, and and seeing him win at WrestleMania 30 was a big deal, and it was unfortunate to see. I also agree. That's why I wasn't watching the the yes chant got old after a while. I do not appreciate the yes chant, but I am okay now that he is back. But uh, you know what? I don't think I, I think they're going to start a feud with him and Miz. And uh, oh, yeah. that'll be good. I think. I think eventually the the stra- if they're smart, they will get the title on Miz. Well, they said. I don't know if it ever, if if they ever confirm that he got a deal. I don't know if it did. They confirm it. Uh, he, they deal. said he's likely going to sign. Okay, and that's. I, I just think with you know. Him getting his deal, and I'm surprised he's still wrestling. I, I don't understand why these guys come back from neck injuries. They're just going to get themselves hurt. I mean, Edge is being smart. Well, he exactly, ain't coming yeah. back. That's... Well, you know, Owen Hart couldn't make it back from his injury, but the uh, well, that wasn't a neck injury. Yeah, you're right. Um, that was a terrible thing, and uh, you know, I, and you know what? I am going to honorable mention him too because I liked oh, Owen, I liked Owen Hart a lot, and I think with his career cut short, that was terrible, and that whole thing that happened. I think it's terrible that his wife keeps him out of the frickin' Hall of Fame because I, I she's a Debbie Downer. I mean, when, when his brother, who doesn't hate Vince McMahon anymore but hated him for the longest time, is even saying, hey, it's time to let him into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, and who would have thought that was who, who thought ridiculous. That would ever? And, and I'm ever. sorry, I know Brandon talked a lot about Bret Hart. And uh, no, Owen was the best heart in that family. Owen Hart. A lot of good wrestlers came out of the Hart dun- uh, dungeon back then. So. Well, I'm just going to say right here that of those brothers, Owen Hart is better than Brett. I mean, that's debatable. I think, I mean, they're, they're both they're both great. I mean. Bear. Uh, Owen was better than Brett. Yeah, thank you. Sorry. It's true. And uh, More entertaining. Know, his song well, was yeah, better. Well, yeah, definitely more entertaining. That's what I said. He, I mean, Brett Hart. 
Bret Hart was not an entertainer. He was a he was a wrestler, and he was a damn good wrestler. Owen Hart could do both. If I want to watch technical wrestling, I watch the Olympics. I'm not <laughs> right. here for technical wrestling, uh, and I'm not either. I don't think anybody cares about technical wrestling anymore. Um, but well, we're talking back then where you know it was still technical, but yeah, you were getting in that entertainment phase. So you you are correct, but uh, you know we'll, we'll look forward to see what happens, and I'm happy to hear our top fives. We kind of all agree, Brandon. We yeah, know your number one. I, I don't have to mention my number one. So yeah, we know it's Stone Cold. Well, everybody knows. All five of our listeners have no idea who you like. Well, they probably four out of five know. So we will just go with that. Uh, Stone Cold, yes, Stone Cold is great. We all appreciate him. Brandon, you know, even for his his uh, bachelor party, did the Stone Cold beer, smashing them together. You know, it was fun to see. It's always fun to see Brandon do this stuff. We'll have to find that and post that to our Twitter page. What's our Twitter handle on that? Our Twitter handle is OTL at I mean at OTL Sports Pod. Right? Is that how you is that how you say it, Twitter? I haven't at, had a Twitter in a at long time. OTL Sports Pod. Yes, at so, OTL. So they should go follow pod. that. Yes. If so, they follow it, they're probably going to see you yes. stone colding beers. Follow that. Yes. So, that so, is our Twitter. So Twitter we, handle. That's what it's called. We, Twitter we, handle. So we're just a pod. We're not a podcast. Yeah. Apparently, they won't let you put uh, you know a lot of letters in there. So I had to cut it short. So would you say we're peas in a pod? Well, you could. Okay. Uh, I, maybe you and I, we're going to disagree with Brandon all the time. I think we've already started this tonight. That's fine, but I, I think that's good. Uh, you know, if we get some followers here on our Twitter, which besides us three, um, I'm, I'm definitely going to find that video and post it. And I know there's more than one. I know for a fact there's more there than is. one. There is. There's one on. There's, there's one there's on the one back on of a and, truck. There is one on in, in Andy's Bay, right? backyard. And one in Andy's backyard. Yes, the other one's that on the back one was of a like truck my, my, like my bottom of my gut was showing the entire time. So I oh, really, so you want me to post that one first? I don't really want that one posted. Uh, first, right, I'm posting that, that one. Did that one does have like 500 views right now? So it's okay. All six of our viewers, or five, or whatever we have now, maybe six now, five and a half. I mean, if we can we'll get to ten followers, that. that'd be pretty impressive. So. Yes, uh, that's where and we're. Then we only for. need to get seven more after us. Right. <laughs> that's absolutely right. Because uh, we have us three, uh, I think we have a dog and a raccoon who are listening to the show. So we appreciate them. That's because the garage door is open. Yes, that, that is true. So, uh, you know, we, we want to thank those of you that listen to this and welcome you back to check us out again. Um, we are going to end this with uh, some music, which is now will be the theme song for the Over the Line Sports Podcast. We'd like to thank Wes Anderson for his debut single, Moments in Time. Uh, he has Howie Spangler singing from Ballyhoo, uh, doing the vocals. Wes is playing the music, and uh, we can't thank Wes enough for giving us the song and, and making it uh, part of the show. Thank you, Wes. Um, check out his his Facebook page, Wes Anderson Music, and uh, it, it is not Wes Anderson, the director that you might be thinking of. It is Wes Anderson, who is has, went to school with us again. Moments in Time, great song. We're going to play the whole song in length to end the show. And, uh, again, thank you, Wes, for letting us use your song. And uh, good luck to you in your future music. He's going to have some other songs coming out soon. And uh, we wish him the best of luck and thank him for being letting his music be a part of our show. So thank you. Anything else you guys got? No, that's it. Um, you know, inaugural podcast is pretty good. So thanks, everyone, for listening. Yeah, I think uh, a couple uh, upcoming shows that we got. I believe we got um, well, we're doing Sunday, right? We're gonna head on the British Open. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna talk on Sunday. Hopefully, we'll get it posted on uh, on Monday or Tuesday. I'm gonna be out of town, so um, hopefully, we'll get it up there. We're gonna cover the British Open. We're gonna cover NASCAR a little bit. We probably won't talk too much about wrestling. Um, it'll be a, it'll be a shorter show on Sunday. Um, like I said, yeah, just just we'll follow up British Open. 
you know, maybe preview SummerSlam, but maybe get in depth on the baseball trades. But other than that, I, you know, it won't be won't be a crazy long show like it is today. And we do know later on we will have our college football preview, and then the week after that we should have our NFL preview. No. Uh, okay, apparently not. No, we will. Uh, <laughs> we are just not going to talk about Notre Dame. I'm just putting that out there. I mean, there. that's fine. If you don't want to talk about the 2018 National Championship. Oh, my fine. God. All right. And he's, that's my fan. Uh, he's I done, put it back like, on. He, he's, how many Miller uh, Lights have you had tonight? Yeah. How many Miller Lights have you had? You should not be on the I'm show. I'm just saying, if we can get them as a sponsor in the future, that would be awesome. <laughs> well, I think that Bear and I are both hoping for Taco Bell, so good luck on Miller Light. I'll take both. Again, uh, thanks, everybody. We are going to play Moments in Time now as we play this off, the full-length song of Moments in Time. Again, thank you. We hope to hear hope to have you guys listen again in the future check us out on our next episode we will record on sunday and we'll have that up for you guys to listen to thanks everybody night
seems Sometimes it's just hard to breathe 